Welcome back, everyone. So today, I have the fifth guest on my podcast, someone that's been very controversial, even recently, maybe even more controversial than XV. But, you know, I think it's all with the right intentions. I'd like everyone to meet Omar. How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good, bro. How are you That's your right. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. So just a little bit of introduction. I know Omar, well, I met him through Twitter first. And now he's my mentor. He's been my mentor for a while. Probably the best educator that I know in the whole scene. I've learned a lot of him. or a lot to him. But I'd like to ask you, how how did you get into trading, bro? How did it all start for you? Bro, you know what? It's so it's so funny, yeah, because basically, so yeah. in my school, all the olders, right? We were talking about Bitcoin and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. This was that times I think Bitcoin must have went to that 2K at this time, yeah. So then everyone start, you know, trying to dabble with Bitcoin and trading. And some guys were trading Forex. Some guys were even trading. I think some people even tried in binary options back then, innit? Yeah, yeah. So then I made a little, you know what trading 212 is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made a trading 212 account and I was literally just, I, I did not know what I was doing, bro. I was just slapping. I, I didn't even know if I was placing trades. All I know was I was just on the homepage of it, yeah. And then that was in like the start of year 12. And then I kind of left it. Because of um, studies and whatnot, I took my A levels quite serious, and then I took a gap year in my, um, you know, the transition from year thirteen to university. Yeah. I took a gap year, yeah? and then what happened was, bro, no word of a lie, yeah? it was, you know, like there was a guy back then, you know, like how we got Greg Second out on the YouTube ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot who it was back then, yeah, but it was literally a trading ad. It was a trading ad, bro. You know them crappy like join my seminars type things because I was at home yeah and I was thinking like you know what man I need to make some bread in it and then I watched the ad and I was thinking okay I'm just seeing this high low high low if it goes close to the high again just set it if it goes close to the low again buy it you know traditional support resistance type theory yeah Yeah. and from there I was watching some YouTubers it's so crazy yeah because like so like three years ago which this was three nearly four years ago you see like swag academy like mamba fx wasn't even he didn't even have a channel when i was learning and yeah. like i would smart money concepts as well was like bro they were i don't think it was even on there yet like how it is now it wasn't yeah. like that before like there was nothing it was all retail stuff so then i start watching that you know that like swag academy bro mm-hmm. i remember this guy right this guy he used to have like 80 subscribers i was probably his like 30th subscriber or something and he had, do you know how many followers he has now what probably has he had, man. yeah he's probably one of the he's probably the biggest guy on youtube in forex you know like if you ask anyone about trading like any newcomer they'll probably be like i watch sw- like swaggy uh swaggy they call him swaggy c you know and yeah. then from there so i was trading everything man i was that i was like a strategy hopper i was trading rsi i was trading support resistance have you heard of elliot waves yeah, yeah, bro. That's oh. one of the best things I started with. I got, I got videos on Elliot Wave on my channel. I used oh, to think it was it. Do you know what I've done? So mm-hmm. me and my boys, uh, I, I joined trading with a few of my guys and they didn't really stay on. Like, they just started doing other things. I think they got two caught up with uni, whatever. I'm still friends with them, though. Um, So we were like hardcore Elliot Waves guys at the start, yeah? And we were thinking, we had this little conspiracy thing is saying if we could just go to the start of the market and do the Elliott wave we'll always know what wave we're in innit? yeah yeah and then we try to like we try to do that and then we thought we're going to be in some mad impulsive wave three yeah because you know sometimes it's that like you can be in a wave three within a wave three innit? yeah 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 
and we thought, yeah, let's just go long. But we did it like no entry, nothing. We just went long. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I remember we all got clapped. And when you get clapped, when you're a newbie, when you get clapped with one with one method, what do you do? You go and try another one and another one. When I found, when I found RSI divergence, yeah, I was yeah. like, nah, I've hit the belly. Imagine, yeah, I was thinking like, oh my days, like this is because you know it looks cool, isn't it? You know something looks cool and it looks a bit techy. You think, yeah. yeah, this is like this is it. Like I found it. Like this is it's so techy that it must be true type thing, yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is gonna be a secret. I'm never gonna tell anyone this. But the YouTube video that I learned of had like half a million views, so half a million people already know about it. Mm. And then from there, I was just getting bro. It was I went through like a rough patch here yeah, because I lost like I think I lost five figures trading in it. So I put in like three k and I was risky. Like it was a lucky run. I flipped it to like fifteen bags and then I lost it all in one trade. Yeah, yeah like this was like I was like just turned eighteen and I lost it all and then. Bro, I nearly quit then, I'll be real. Like, I really nearly quit then. I didn't even have trading in my mind then, like, for, like, three months, yeah, I quit. And then I came across ICT. Mm. And this guy, right? So me, I've always been, like, um, into, like, math, science, those type of things, and, like, logical approaches to everything. Always try to be as objective as you can. And mm. you see ICT's approach, yeah, it just sat well with me because he has that same approach. He always says like treat it like it's a science and, and i say that a lot now like that's not my line if people think that's my line that's not my line that's ict's line he says approach the charts like you're like it's a scientific method right yeah. and then from then bro it's like everything just made sense of course i went through the content whatever i went through it for like bro like five hours minimum a day i would be going ham like i wouldn't do anything like even my mom like my parents they didn't know what i was doing because these times they know i'm not in uni because i'm in a gap here so they're thinking what can he be studying if he's not in uni do you know what i'm saying mm. and then i just had to like, make up lies whatever saying i'm just learning like some other like coding and whatnot mm. and then yeah bro like now i'm where i am now on it yeah yeah no, that's it's a mad journey you know it's it's kind of similar to mine i guess mine was a little bit more like compact but even one of the things you said about indicators and stuff when it looks complex people feed into that so one of the first like complex complex indicators i looked at was ichimoku if you know that you know ichimoku yeah, clouds. The, cloud, the cloud yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when i got that i thought i cracked it bro but you know all it is really a lot of these indicators are different indicators repackaged because ichimoku is essentially just like moving averages put together yeah, yeah, yeah. in a bit of a fancy way so it's like have and you I ever thought... heard of the super trend? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the better. That's the best indicator, man. If you're gonna use an indicator, flipping use a super trend. It just looks funny on your chart. Yes, man. Like, I, at one point, I used to like imagine I used to have a trading view account, and then I'd open another screen just so I could have like five indicators on at the same time. I had a list of like RSI, MACD, like literally everything on my charts at the same time, different like moving average configurations and stuff like. It's, it's true because now I'm learning like ICT and stuff you know having that kind of like logical approach to stuff it just makes so much more sense because with indicators even now it's a lot of like guesswork you're saying oh if you know this I don't know moving average cross happens this happens that like, you get like there's no kind of purpose behind some of these indicators it's more like exactly. you're just betting exactly. on something happening and the thing especially with like RSI yeah, you can be oversold in one time frame and you can be equilibrium on another time frame do you mm. know what I'm saying like it's 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 so subjective and depending on what the settings are for the indicator you get different outcomes yeah yeah like it, it, it 
when you really deep it, yeah, the indicator stuff, and I'll be real, why a lot of people like to go into that form of trading, and I don't have nothing against it, right? And we can touch on this as well. Retail trading, I don't have nothing against it. And retail trading methods per se, yeah, the trading, like actual trading methods, so like mm. patterns and things like that, that isn't the main reason why retail traders lose the majority of money. It's more so the retail mindset. Like, bro, when you first started trading, yeah, what, what did you think? You think you can cream it in one day? one night yeah, yeah. actually tell a lie that's not even true you actually yeah, this is how it starts everyone starts off managing risk well because what did the videos tell you manage risk well da, 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 da. Yeah. but then when you're managing a risk well on a little 100 pound account losing 0.01 how boring is that yeah, yeah. Do you know what i'm saying and then what happens you start to increase that lot size you start to your heart starts pumping the devil starts whispering in your ear start you know using one lot on a 100 pound account which is what i done i lost my first account yeah i remember yeah. it was like i remember it was like 2 a.m in the night yeah I had, I think I had a hundred pound in that account, yeah. and I traded zero point seven lots, yeah, on gold. Zero point seven lots on gold, yeah, at two a.m. And I remember, yeah, as soon as I pressed the trade, yeah, the 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 buy button, yeah. I got an email from IC Markets with a margin call in it. Like as soon as I pressed the button, yeah, I got margin called, and then I just got liquidated. I was like fucking hell yeah, I was like, that's when i realized that like, this game is not joking it like that's when i first realized but the thing is i really didn't even learn them because then i went on to take that big fat loss with the 15k and it's mm -hmm. crazy man you need those though you, like you definitely need to take a few l's if, like learn if, from if, these things if do you know what i'll be real yeah if i didn't take those l's i would not be where i am firstly and i probably would have been someone that's you know not as well knowledge as i am now and i yeah. probably would be extorting people with a premium Mm -hmm. charging them to learn about RSI divergence or something yeah it's like I, I tell some of my boys right so a lot of people took L's in crypto because of course the market went to shit back in November December time so yeah. now I've been telling a lot of them you know come on to Forex like look look at this funded stuff because the way I told them just look cool you lost I don't know let's say 5k 6k whatever take 2, 3, 4 even 5 months but focus learning and learn how to trade for it to get a funded account. You can make back everything you lost and more in a week. You're not even going to remember what you lost once you're actually 100, there. 100, 1 million percent, yeah. 1 million percent. Listen, you know people that, that they, so bro, funding, yeah? You'll be so surprised about funding. And you know some people, what they do, bro, what, what's come to my attention? You know some people, like, say that they're, they're funded, innit? By like MFF or something. Yeah. But you know what they do, bro? They buy these uh, some I think they're like premium owners as well or whatever or they're people that try to pull the wool over the people's eyes and the dishonest people they buy the accelerated accounts and they act like it's a funded evaluation account because they're two different things with the accelerated account you know what do you know the difference bro no no, no I don't know so they I think it's the accelerated or the rapid bro you just pay for the account and they'll give you it the profit splits are like 50 50 though yeah yeah but the evaluation the evaluation right that's the one you got to pass a phase one and phase two. Like it actually shows that someone can trade and manage risk in it. Yeah, and you yeah. get better cuts then. So it's more you, that's why you get the better cuts because you're more trustworthy, isn't it? So yeah. some people, bro, they they buy rapid and and accelerated, and then they act like they're you know what I'm saying, like they pass the phase one, phase two, and they show it off and stuff. And even saying, yeah, bro. You know what? Someone can have a lucky run of passing a fundage, yeah? but you know what the stats are on MFF? I think it's like most people that pass the funding stages, right? They don't even make it to the first payout. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, like I don't know the statistic off my head, but if you look on MFF, yeah, I think it was on 
on their Instagram or whatever, mm. most people that pass stage one or stage two of the evaluation, yeah, they don't even make it to the first payout. They just have maybe like a quote-unquote lucky run with the phase one or phase two, and then they can't make it to the first payout. You know, but you'll you know, never hear the story of them make not making it to the payout, bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, do you know what it is? Sometimes I, I don't even think it's a lucky run. I do think there's genuinely good or even like decent traders because to be honest like the figures they're talking if you if you're systematic with it you know it's not essentially a hard amount to make but it's just the psychology gets to people like good good traders get broken down by you know the time limit you've got to do this this and then that's that's just like the kind of fear behind it but then there's you know once they're live there's that excitement like you know i just hit this trade this is actually my money and then they're trying to just kind awesome. of rinse the market yeah as much yeah. as they can they're trying to milk it but you know it is again like that same point i was saying i was saying to my boys just take a couple months and you know do this do this even me like you know it's a bit hypocritical but everyone kind of has that short-term vision initially and it's hard to like, put yourself in that like mindset to think oh let me think a year from now and so forth like one of the first things in your mentorship you said was um something about timing um i've got the quote now as in, you know, like just kind of take your time with stuff. Don't. Oh, well, are you trying to trade for a day, a week, a month, for a year, or a lifetime? Was it that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, that idea of like sustainability, and a lot of guys want the money tomorrow, but it's it's um, kind of the idea. If you just take your time, and a year from now you could be in a place where you know everything you've done in a year, like working towards that, it it will make sense. But if you keep being dumb. I think everyone does need to be a bit stupid when you come into these markets. You do have to like, you know, 100%, 100%, bro. And you know what is it? You know, trading, the psychological aspect of it, bro, is literally about, yeah, how disciplined can you say? Because when you're disciplined and you're only following your, your strategy, bro, it's very boring. Like, there's no, ex- and that's how it yeah. should, should be. And I don't say boring as in like, boring as in you don't like to do it, but I'm saying like, it's just a kind of rinse and repeat process, yeah. yeah. And, the thing you've got to stay away from as a trader is everyone gets that urge to spice up a bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, take a bit yeah, more risk, bro. Enter, enter here, innit? Just try something new. Mm. You should never be trying something new, ever, right? What you learned on the demo, what showed you success on a demo account, you just do that on a live account for the rest of your life. It's yeah. like that. The thing is, everyone has a good run until they try to spice it up a bit and they take that shitty trade. It's just... Yeah. An inevitable process, yeah. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Take a shitty, take a shitty trade out of excitement. Get slapped on it, and then go back to go back to basics. And then it's just a never-ending process, bro. Until you can remove that taking a shitty trade yeah. part, you you won't really see true success, bro. Yeah. Like a lot of people, right? And I say this all the time. You need to know, yeah. The better traders, they know when not to engage, and then. As well as saying that, they know when to engage with risk. They know when to put the their foot down on the pedal. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, do you know what it is? Is like I think people struggle with that consistency. Again, it's it's just the same point over and over, but people want short term like gratification. They just want everything now, but you know, things things aren't like that. But if you are calculated about, you know, whatever, you can make so much progress in uh, like let's say medium amount of time is actually like unbelievable but people want to get yeah go on i was just gonna say like even even me i think you know like now i'm kind of established in the space i could say um but i've only been around for like 
four months. But all I've done is consistently push out content, consistently do something. Like it's, and it's not even been massive amounts. Sometimes I feel like I'm still lazy. Like I don't do a lot. But then I sometimes this, I think... Like, yeah, I had the done. same comment. You go to the gym, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another guy in in, uh, in our group and he goes to the gym and he's pretty huge as well, yeah. And I had this conversation about progression with him. Progression, you don't realise progression on a day-to-day basis. Progression, you look back after a month and saying, uh, I've actually come, like, come up some way. Like, if you go to the gym, you don't see the process every single day. Like, you don't see the improvements every single day. Yeah. You look back after three months and you look a bit bigger. You look a bit more lean. Do you know what I'm saying? You've lost a lot of weight. Whatever your goal is, you don't see it day-to-day-to-day to day to day right because because the changes are so insignificant on a day-to-day basis you won't see it it's about looking three months after and when i came into the space yeah it was a bit controversial the way i came in but i came in yeah and i was telling everyone i'll show you what one percent a day does i was yeah. telling people one percent two percent you can take your five or take your six or because the thing is i know how many trades you're losing trying to chase your big r the, f- yeah. the thing is, that big R is meaningless, right? If it's just to make up all your losses. What's the point in it? Mm-hmm. What's, there's no point in taking your, your AR if it's just to make up for the 8% you've lost trying to chase that AR, right? Yeah. And when I remember, bro, I remember I had the, the thread in my head here. I think it's deleted now. And I was like, you want to see what 1% a day does? And people were laughing at me. People were laughing at me in the comment section, bro. And all I done was 1%, 1%, 1%. And if you're just doing a 1%, 1%, 1%, guess what? There's five training days a week. Let's say you get you get 3%. Yeah, you trade three days in that week and you get 3%. Yeah, times that by four, that's 12%. Let's say you're on 100K funded. That's a 12, that's 12,000, yeah? After a profit split, you're probably going home of around 7.5K from 1%. Yeah. Yeah, people don't see it like, people don't see it like that though. And then when you get a bit better, go for the little 1.5%, go for the 2%. Yeah, yeah gradually build on it the thing is right people try like i compare it to a swimmer a lot because a friend he gave me this analogy of the swimmer yeah Mm. when swimmers start to swim competitively or you start to learn how to swim you don't just start swimming 10 lengths of the pool they swim one length and they Mm. get better at swimming one length and all they do is they have to just gain the stamina to swim two lengths it's based two lengths is just one length of the pool twice Mm. in a row Nothing's different. You're not going to swim the second length different to the first length. That's yeah. like trading, bro. Get comfortable. Get 10 pips. Try go for 10 pips a week. When you get comfortable, try go for a bit more. Try go for a bit more. Like these guys, yeah, I'm just going to drop a little something in here. They're going for, let's do a bit of maths, yeah. They're going yeah. for these 10 R trades a day, yeah. Mm. Let's say the average daily range on Euro you see is 95 pips. Yeah. Yeah. And your stop loss is, let's say your stop loss is 12 pips. So the, the 10R is 120 pips. Bro, there's not enough range in the day to get your flipping 10R. Yeah, yeah. But the range, if you're going for 20 pips, hmm. you, you can get in many places within that daily range and capture 20 pips. But they don't hmm. see it like that. And it comes down to, it all comes down, every like misunderstanding yeah, and mistake comes down to a lack of education. Yeah, That's the yeah. facts. And, do you know what it is sometimes? Yeah, it's, it, there's definitely... A lack of like education but sometimes it does turn into ignorance a lot of people don't want to be taught or kind of change what they're doing as well so it's a bit annoying like seeing guys not take the stuff in one one big thing is when you came onto the scene and whatever you're on twitter is, is controversial you're saying this one percent stuff another big reason people don't take it in most of the people doing crypto right 
So if you're trying to tell these men, because they're not they're not seeing it from a forex perspective, right? And they're not seeing it as oh, you know, if you're max funded and you make one percent, how much is that? They're just thinking crypto where everyone's making two hundred percent, three hundred percent trades. But even that is just a lack of education because a lot of people don't understand the difference between the margin you're delegating to one trade versus you know your whole portfolio, whole, which is what we yeah, use. Yeah, don't say that. Yeah. yeah, and even the ones that do, they still don't realize because a lot of people just full port. Like I've been there. I used to full port trade. I used to have like I don't know, let's say like a rack in my futures account. I was putting the whole thing in like every single time, and even then I wasn't happy with ten percent or like twenty percent or whatever. I wanted that hundred every single time. Like I was saying this on my podcast with Issy, I used to do um, a bit of spot trading. I used to have coins go up to seventy percent, and I wouldn't cash. I'd just wait for that hundred. Like some like these markets make people so numb to the amount of money you're making. Can you take partials on um, crypto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can take partials. And I've never done that, ever. But, like, well, at least not back then. And then, like, now looking back, now, you know, understanding how all of these things work, I just think, if I could go back, literally, I was in Altcoin Preachers group chat, and on a regular basis, every single week in crypto, he was busting at least, I'd say, minimum, like, 30% moves. Bare minimum. Every single week, a coin he would give. But back then, of course, we're in a bull run, so everything's just moving as well. But, like going back now, if I even you know cut my profit at every twenty percent or something and just rinse that week and week out, I would have been rich. And that's what I think now. Now I've become a lot more laid back. And another thing for me personally is like, of course, you're my mentor, and I see other guys catch those high RR trades. But I used to kind of just like you know, of course, you came in. You're like, okay, one to one, one to two, one to three, like the small trade. But I wasn't taking it in. I was thinking, okay, cool. Like in my head, the kind of thought process was this is like your style. If there's guys doing one to 20, one to 30, why don't I just, you know, learn like that or try to do that instead? But you know, these guys, right? They're catching the one to 20, right? Because the thing is, right? You know, I've, in my free channel, I've done the live videos of me. There's like uncut sessions of me and you can see it. They're long videos if you want to watch the whole training yeah. because I don't want to cut, cut it and show. Because then if people, if I cut it, people can be like, oh, but you're just cherry picking whatever. I, there's, I put the position there. I even show how close I get to the stop loss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what I do is I show you the entry and the exit on the MT4 that matches exactly with the the profit you know the short long position yeah. these guys catching these mad odds yeah i've never seen someone post a profit for it ever the thing is yeah and they they, they use evil eye as the as the excuse and which is i i agree with that but i only agree with it if why are you showing the chart with a mad odd and like people can't do calc mental calculations from that and kind of get a rough estimate of how much you made off the trade it makes yeah. no sense like there's a mad taboo around showing these profits here. Yeah? But the thing mm -hmm. is, if you're catching these crazy R's yeah, like bro, like if I had done 10 R, I'll be done for like a month. I wouldn't even touch the trade. I wouldn't even touch my chart. I'll be yeah. enjoying my life. I'll be doing, you know what I'm saying? I'll be doing other things other, other than trading. But these guys doing the crazy R's yeah, it's so and they and you know what people the the people that the shoe fits with they said, they might say, well. It doesn't matter if I don't take it on that, but it does. Do you know why? Yeah, because when you're in the trade, psychology is real, right? You might close that trade early. You might not like. You might not feel okay taking it with real money. When there's real money on the line, it's it's a big deal. It's like, it's a very big deal. And I, I always compare it to like um, you know, like these boxes, yeah. Especially these YouTube boxes. You know, like the whole YouTube boxing thing now, yeah, that's going on with all these YouTubers. How many of them could look good on the on the on the punching bag and on the pads? 
they all look like professionals, didn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in, they in all the like, and stuff, they look sick. And then when they yeah. start actually fighting, yeah. And when they're fighting, bro, they look like they're like what they are, isn't it? YouTubers, isn't it? Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? They're not professional boxers. It's the same thing with the trading scene, bro. When it comes mm. to the actual live executions and stuff, it matters. It it matters so much. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you know what it is, yeah? Another big thing coming from this, there's definitely profitable high R traders. I know people. One hundred percent. I know some as well. I know some as well. One hundred percent. There is. But the the biggest point here is right, like what people need to realize that most of these high R traders have either put in insane amounts of hours perfecting what they specifically do, or they just generally have long trading experience. Like. It's come like I'm giving my man a shout out every episode now, yeah. But recently, ads, uh, 36 ads, he put out a free signal. He put out a signal that done 1 to 32 in his journal. And like, like I saw it live, and I know people that took it, right? So people have made money off that. And that, of course, the whole trade's documented, so no one can draw him out. But what guys got to remember, yeah, he's been trading four years, right? A lot of people might not know that. If my man's been trading, you know, so for like this many years, been doing this, this, that. Like you gotta remember, there's a reason they can take these type of trades or like at least work with these specific models and strategies. So when That's there's nice. new people coming into the space, as you're saying, the one to one, the one to two, learn like literally learn that, everything. Yes. Because yeah. it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for you to compare someone that's got more experience on you. Because yeah. you know what, you'll never feel good about yourself like that. Mm-hmm. It'll like mentally will be draining you. Yeah? Like, and that's why I told people, yeah, stay off social media. Because there's so much crap on there. You're going to see, guys, yeah? You're going to see there's... I'm not saying everyone is... Like, everyone that is catching mad odds is a liar. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you have to take it with a pinch of salt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 If you're a new trader and you're seeing all these unrealistic expectations, it's the same thing with the gym and body perceptions and stuff like that. It's just... There's so many unrealistic expectations. Yeah? And it's the same thing with every single industry. Because there's people, you've got to realise, they're selling courses. Um, whose course are you gonna are you gonna buy? The guy that's making the most money. So they're gonna try to do what push money in your face, push push these big trades in your face. That's what they're gonna do. And don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. What you wanna do is, in my opinion, stay off social media as much as you can, because mm-hmm. without even knowing it, yeah, you see the subconscious mind. You, you we're not always aware of what the subconscious does, but over time, the subconscious it takes control of you. Yeah, yeah. Every single time you're seeing these like crazy R trades, whatever, when you get on the chart, you're just gonna have a flashback and feel like, yeah, let me just try go for what that guy done, and you might not be able to replicate it. Yeah. And then what? You're gonna try. That's when it comes to jumping from one method to another method to another method to another method to another method. It's just it's the endless cycle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And do you know what it is as well? Like it works both ways. Like people, like even me. So recently, I told you I hit I hit a good milestone in my trading for the first time ever. So I'm there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm there. Like, do you get it? like I had the best day that day because literally felt like my life changing in one day, sort of thing. You know, when you're seeing the blue on your meta trader, it, nice. it kind of puts you in good. Yeah, it puts you in a good mood. But I think one of the important things is kind of detaching from that as well because, you know, like if you like you said, you have to be objective. It's more you need to focus on the execution rather than the outcome. It's just like, you know, see your model and do it. Because fair enough, let's say you hit your profit target, but you see your model lined up again and all your criteria are met and everything, why, would, like, why wouldn't you take the trade, right? Even that yeah. sort of psychology, I feel like it, it does work both ways. Sometimes people hold themselves back 
and then sometimes people do too much you know especially revenge trading them sort of thing so this is is it's very complicated but i think it's a journey that everyone kind of has to go through for themselves and then figure out that's that's why i think a lot of people struggle to grasp with trading just like you said you can't look at other people you know if you go to the gym do you look at well of course when you start you probably do but once you've been going to gym for a while you learn like there's no point looking at next man yeah because you, it's you your own, and there's so many and you know what yeah i'm gonna say something so like it's not controversial but this is the honest truth yeah and this yeah. is anything in life bro some people are just smarter than others some people are going to get things faster than others right if you take a room of five let's say you take a, a decent sample size of 100 people yeah? yeah mixed education levels whatever yeah iq levels whatever bro the people that are smart are going to learn faster yeah. and this is where it come be being real with yourself yeah are you someone that excels in learning or are you someone that you need a bit more time in learning things like someone that excels in learning right they're 100 they're going to probably learn faster than you right yeah. doesn't mean that you you can both get to the same stage it's just he might get there faster and you might get there slower but then once you're both at a certain state stage right mm. it's like this year you got two students going from like a you're you got two students that are getting d's right now yeah mm. and then the guy that's getting a d one of them is very smart and he starts to start revising he's going to go to get an a fast right he's going to go get the a fast but the guy that's you know quote unquote dumber he's going to have to put so much more work in and he's going to get to that a much slower but you know once you're at that stage of both being an a student there's only so much more room for that guy that's way smarter to progress because the progression line it decreases over time do you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. it's like this yeah. you know when you're in the gym when you max out your newbie gains and you start training for the, the first bit of progress you see in the first two years compared to the last three years of your training, bro, it's minimal. You don't make that much progress after you've been lifting for 10 years because your body's, you're close to your, your genetic limit. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with everything, bro. People, you'll learn so much, yeah? Some people will learn it faster and then they'll reach their limit faster as well. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? But that person, yeah, if you're that person that you, you need more time, don't be disheartened. Don't be yeah. disheartened. Take the time, bro. Take one year, two years. And it's, do you know what? I'll be real with you. Two years of hardcore dedication, yeah. That shit, that is get rich quick, bro. Don't tell me two years in the grand scheme of your life is not a short period of time. That is nothing, bro. How fast does two years go? I'm 20 now. I can remember so many memories there from year seven, year eight, year nine, year 10. These things when I worked five, five, six years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's gone in the blink of an eye, isn't it? Two years yeah. is not a long time, especially if you're that guy, yeah. If you're that guy that thinks, and I was this guy, I promise you, bro. Maybe I've always had a bit of arrogance to me, yeah. Mm. I, and I admit that a bit of ego, yeah. In the terms of, I thought that I'm smarter than a lot of people, and I think that I can just do it on my own. That is the worst thing you can do, bro. Do you know why? Having someone, yeah, a mentor, anyone that you look up to, anyone that you think like you know will be good for you, that you can learn under them. If they, if you learn under them, bro. You know what you're doing? You're taking all that guy's experience and he's cutting out all the all the mistakes that he took because it's much easier to learn from other people's mistakes than making your own mistakes, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And he's just going to cut down your 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 journey by probably like a half. Like, imagine if I found ICT here, like from the get-go. Yeah. I would probably be like, uh, like uh, I probably would be where I am now a lot faster. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. If I just... 
if I didn't have that ego, like, no, I want to, bro, you know what I was doing at the start? I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking make my own concept. I'm going to make my own um, model on it. Mm-hmm. And do you know how dumb it was? You know how dumb it was? I t- oh, my days, bro. So, like, I used to be like, every eighth candle I'm going to sell and every fourth candle I'm going to buy. Some bullshit. Like, what type of bullshit is that? And I thought, oh, I'm going to revolutionize it. Like, come on, man. Like, this is what happens there when you don't have the right education. You start doing yeah, dumb yeah. shit like that, innit? Yeah, do you know do you know what it is? Yeah, it's it's crazy you say that because I remember like of course so I've come into I've kind of been that so I guess that risk taker person in my like group of friends. I've always been the first to jump on opportunities. So even coming into like all of this trading stuff and everything, and like I was literally saying yesterday, I joined, you know, I am Academy and like these things. So oh. join I am Academy, leave. Then now I'm thinking, okay, cool. Then when I like they're dusted, isn't it? So now I'm getting into like premium groups i'm paying for services i get bumped I, someone stole that like, full bills off me bro i've been bumped you know how much i've been if i told you how much i've been bumped off premiums and signals yeah oh my days bro yeah, i've fun, lost man. i lost so much bread that's why i hate them bro like that's why i hate the people that are given shitty education bro sorry to cut you but this one i'm passionate about yeah, there's yeah. one guy and he's still on youtube I'm, not, I'm just just for the safety of this video i'm not gonna mention his name in it bro yeah. So this guy, I don't mind you. If, if you're trying to drop names, bro, <laughs> you can do anything on here, bro. This is my podcast, isn't it? Cool. Do you know Alpha Dini? No, no, no. All right, cool. Alpha Dini. Yeah, he was a big. He was a very popping name, and he's not popping now because I'm not surprised if he's not actually making money. And do you want me to tell you the whole story? Yeah, go. On. All right, cool. It's gonna be like a minute though. Yeah. 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 Cool. Alright, cool. So I joined Forex Dini Signals, yeah, and basically he was doing singles and mentorship. Um, I was never really in it for singles. I was always telling my guys that, like, bro, we're gonna be in it to learn. Like, come on, like we're not gonna be in yeah, some, yeah. some like some sheep in it. So we joined, yeah, and I pay like I think it was like a, I think it's a bill a month in it or fifty pound a month. But we split between four men on the slide and and we just shared the Telegram link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what happened was we come to the educational, bro. You know what the education was. It was like five videos and they're 30 seconds long. 30 sec, bro, no cap, no cap, 30 seconds long, yeah, for each five videos. And then, bro, I remember I messaged him like, bro, I want a refund, innit? Because this is like, yeah. this is ridiculous, innit? Like, come on, like, I was trying to learn, yeah. I'm expecting some nice, like, course and that, innit? And he's just like, oh, I don't do refunds. I'm like, right, cool, I want a PayPal and I refund that. And then he messaged me saying, or uh, if I give you a refund, you can never ever join me. Even when I'm famous in the future, you're not allowed to join me. I'm like, bro, give my refund, man. Just be quiet and give my yeah, refund, yeah. innit? And then I saw in his signals, yeah. And his signals, bro, this guy used to have a hundred pip stop loss, hundred pip take profit. Yeah. And he was getting so many stop losses, yeah. That people just people started doing. They stopped mm-hmm. fade. You know what fading means, innit? Uh, fading yeah. means take a article right, fade. So if I'm long and you want to fade me, you're gonna go short, innit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you just do the opposite of my position, yeah. Yeah, so people people were fading his positions and they were making money from fading him in it. So what he done was he locked off his um discussion, yeah, right, because people were mocking. And I I don't know if he still does signals to this day. Yeah, yeah. People like that, like just yeah, they make yeah. a quick bag of these little services, isn't it? But when you see like in real time, like well, and it's kind of disheartening. You know the guy that you want to learn trading from. You think that this guy's he's kind of fooled you with the perception that he's good, yeah. And you know yeah. when you start to actually see them, and you're like, wow, this guy's getting slapped. Like, it's so demotivating. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's you know it is yeah. Like a lot of people come across as kind of like they put up a facade. Like sometimes it's not even on purpose, but 
they kind of build a name for themselves and then automatically people make assumptions like you know like I, I literally I think I was saying this to you or one of the other podcast episodes because now I've kind of got a brand and stuff right people automatically just think like I'm some sick trader they think like do you get it? like I've already done everything like, I'm still on my journey I'm just doing these things because I like Even doing them me, bro I think everyone yeah and I think everyone watching this if there's some premium owners watching this I'll, mm. they'll all still be like bro we're all still student to the game you never think that you've done it bro until you've got zero drawdowns and you've got a 100% win rate don't think that you've got you've got it because there's always room for improvement and you know what it is yeah when you think that you've got it and you're not trying to improve yourself no more bro that's when like that's when you're still gonna start to decline heavily, you know. Yeah, definitely, man. It's basically like what I was trying to get up before is my my view on premiums became similar to yours. So I'm there like signal group chats, blah blah blah. Everyone's just getting shagged, like all my friends and stuff. So I'm like, you man, you know what? Yeah, we don't need this. Like everything's free on the internet. Why don't we just go learn? Like just do it ourselves. We're not touching normal premiums. So we stopped, like completely stopped, right? But I didn't bought or touched any services in so long before I came across yours. I saw yours. I was like, I, I just knew it's the right thing because of like many reasons. But that now I've come to a realization. You know what? It's it's not premiums and like all these things that are wrong. It's just the way people go about them. Because it's, in reality, yeah, 100%. It, like if they were doing the correct education and stuff, it's worth it. You know, like you can put your money on it. You can charge like like you know relative amounts and say as long as you're providing that sort of service a lot of people just don't they're not making people preferable they're not giving them you know good signals or whatever and of course it's not everyone and it's hard to find the like that i guess like the good people the gems in the community but the majority of people i do think you know get a bit lucky and stuff or if they build a name for themselves just straight away you know start that like signal service start doing that try to build that passive income but now what i've learned is really if you're a trader especially if you're a forex trader and you're funded as most i'd expect they they would be you don't need money from you know your premiums and stuff because if you're genuinely a good trader like good enough to bust out signals why don't you just use them and get max funded if you get max funded you can make in one trade what your premium probably pays you in a month or like 100 yeah. percent and more and more 100 yeah, percent and you know what it is, bro, yeah? It's, you know, when I came into the scene, people thought, like, I hate the whole premium idea. It's not that, bro. Like, mm. if it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for paid services, yeah? yeah? If it wasn't, I would not have been able to learn how to trade the way I know how to trade now. I have nothing against the paid services, but, yeah, your mm. price tag has to be justified. There's people, like, I don't know how people get devaluations, first of all. And, yeah, yeah, I don't know how people come up with it. And the problem, I'll tell you the problem, yeah, is... It's the thing where friends are vouching yeah. friends based off of the fact that they're just friends, not that they're, not that they're, you know, actually making money or yeah, anything yeah. like that. And that's that's the problem. That is the problem, yeah. Because you gotta realize that a lot of people, a lot of the premiums, there there's some premiums they're all friends together, bro. And it was a thing yeah, where yeah. they made a premium, their friend made a premium after my man is just shouting his premium out, but off the basis of what, do you know what I'm saying? That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. I mean, I wouldn't probably never ever put my money into someone that doesn't actually make money. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about £10, £15. I'm saying, like, come on, I make some decent money. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. wants to try to go clear from this trading thing. You wouldn't put your money into something that you're not trying to go clear from, innit? Yeah. yeah. If they're not even making a, you know, a decent amount, then what is the mm. point of being with them? Do you know what I'm saying? There's no yeah. point. And I don't know where people get these justifications of, like, these 
like big amounts yeah? and i'll tell you the problem bro this prop this is the biggest problem yeah i'll talk i'll tell you two the problem with both your yeah? education and signals the thing is with yeah. education are you giving out education to educate people or are you just giving it to just you know don't get me wrong every single premium bro and i'm saying this is coming from me i'm an owner as well we all want a profit incentive. Don't get it twisted. That that come on, I'm telling you the truth. Like everyone is doing it for some some money as well. But the yeah. thing is, yeah, how much of that are you actually caring about educating people? Like me, bro, I promise you, yeah, I promise you, I care about the pe- the people in my group. I care about what they're learning, bro. I promise you. If if there has ever been anyone in in the group here yeah, and they're, they're watching this and I have aired them out or I have never like gave them like. I have never really just helped them out. Yeah. I kind of dodged them, like dodge questions and stuff like that. Or I told you to watch other videos if you don't understand me. Bro, leave, leave me. Like, honestly, leave me, bro. Because that is not what you're meant to be paying for. Then, yeah, you got the people that are giving signals, yeah. yeah. When they're giving the signals, you got to realize that the people that are coming to take your signals, how big do you think their accounts are? Yeah, small, small, tiny. So they're let's say, let's say, let, let, let's say they're putting a bag in. Yeah, yeah. let's put, let's say they're putting a bag in a, a thousand pounds. Bro, it's a lot of money. You can do a lot of a thousand pounds. Trust me. Yeah, let's mm. say they've got a thousand pounds. Yeah, and they're paying. Mm. Let's say it's two hundred pound a month. Mm. You're gonna have to do twenty percent a month from that just to break even. Yeah, do you see yeah. what I'm saying? This is where it's a problem, and this is where, like, this is kind of where like people start to risk a lot because they want to see the return on the capital they're putting into it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like, if you're charging that like, £200, you have to make like 200 You have to make £200 to make it back. So that's 20%. And then you might want profit on top. So how 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 much percent do you think they're going to be risking to make that? Yeah, too much. It's the pro- And then what happens? They lose it and then they blame the premium owner and it's just, you know, it's the endless cycle. That's what it is. Yeah, man, it's it's tough, man. I feel like a lot of men aren't considerate, and if you're not considerate of these sort of things, and fair enough, if you, if you never even thought about them, but you know, if if now you're hearing about these things and it's coming to light, and you're not kind of making a change or trying to think about people, because I don't, I don't know if it's because of me, but shout out uh, Ryder and Gio. So Gio messaged me recently because I mentioned him in my previous podcast and. I'm just saying, like he he can't. He said to like constantly be a student of the game, and he was on charts like back test. Like, yeah, I, I spoke to that. I spoke to uh, Gio as well, as well. Like um, we spoke on Telegram once. If he's watching this as well, shout out to him. And he's a nice yeah. guy, bro. I like I like Gio. He's a yeah. sick. He's a sick guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. And they they basically reduced their prices. And I was I was touching on this in my previous episode. I was just saying that you know most of the people coming in are doing retail they're doing normal jobs so you can't extort these people you know like it's, it just don't make sense to extort them because if you don't genuinely want to help people just don't do it but if you are doing a service make sure you actually care for the people that are there right of course like don't be a dickhead if people are joining and they're not trying to learn they're not putting the hours in that's them in it but if there's people coming to you they genuinely want to learn like do things right even even me i've all my content that i've ever made everything i've ever pushed is free there's no one that I've ever charged for any info, like even out of my friends or whoever, right? And that's because to me, more time, it's like if I if somebody comes to me, if it's a friend or whoever, and they, they're showing me they want to work and they want to learn, I'll put into them as much as they're putting into themselves. 
But if they just come in looking for you know like a handout, or they just want a quick yeah, fix, yeah, 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 I agree with that. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't really help people with that. Sort I, of and, stuff, the, yeah. and and the thing with the price tag thing, and I had a discussion with my friend with my um friends as well. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, you have to charge something because people don't take free content. That like, I got loads of free content, yeah, and I know for a fact people just rush it because it's free. That's the facts, yeah. It's either machine you can watch it whenever you want. It's always going to be there type thing, or like you're not losing anything from watching it because it's free and yeah. yeah. So charge something to make a commitment. 100% yeah. yeah but the thing is bro us that you got to recognize yeah people that really want to learn yeah the mm. the thing separating them from being able to learn from someone good should never be the price tag yeah. of course if it's like 100 pound a month yeah it's reasonable Do you know why because people spend 100 pound recklessly bro people will spend 100 pound on shoes on a tracksuit they'll spend 100 pound on like a night out if you really want to you know bet yourself bro you'll make that small sacrifice of that that materialistic thing that you're trying to buy and you'll put into some sort of self development I agree with that. But you know when you're going into the 200, 300, 400 pound region, yeah? Bro, that is no longer materialistic. That is now going into people not being able to pay their car finance or their some bills. Or, do you know what I'm saying? That's a yeah, dangerous yeah. territory, bro. That's like not being able to sustain your life type territory, innit? Yeah, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, it's, it's, it's kind yeah, of peak because people will think that because something is more expensive, it's more worth it. Like, they will genuinely like scrap for this money. And I've been in those positions where, you know, like, I'll say, I'll say this yesterday. I joined Iron Academy. I paid three bills my first month because I had that saved up. My second month, yeah, I didn't make three bills at work. I think because of the hours I had, I was getting around 240 in a month. I was on minimum wage. And I sold my PS4 that second month just to make that monthly payment. By the third month, I came to my senses and I was like, yeah, fuck this. That man's out. But it's yeah. just like, it's, you it's see, crazy, like, service, yeah, man, it's, it's just dumb. But people will still pay for that because they think, oh, if I'm paying more, there's more. It's marketing, isn't it? What can yeah. you say is marketing, isn't it? Like, people, like, uh, I, I remember, like, so my price tag is a lot lower. I'm not going to say the price, I'm not trying to show, on it? But mm. people, like, I, I've seen some people, they say, like, the lower I, the lower that the price is, obviously, I probably don't have a lot to offer on that. But they don't know the reason why I do that. The reason yeah, is yeah. being because I want to make it affordable for people that I want to actually learn. I don't want to, they could, listen, there could be the guy that is the pending best trader, right? You don't know. He could, there could be yeah, a guy yeah, right yeah. now who's the pending best trader. He just don't have 200 pounds to spend a month. He might have only under a hundred pounds a month. Now that guy separating, what, what's going to separate him from learning is only money. It's not the fact that he's not willing to learn. It's not the fact that he's not dedicated. The only thing is money. And that shouldn't be the separating factor, bro. To an yeah, extent, yeah. it shouldn't be the separating factor. Of course, yeah. I don't believe in doing things because if you do it for free, bro. If I open my thing for free, yeah, like, and I still get messages from my free chat, bro. There's people I, I probably get messages every, every day from the free chat people, and if people from the free chat are watching this, like some people that ask me for help, they know I always help them. Like I help them the same as the people in the mentorship. It's just the content. Do you know what I'm saying? Whatever you're asking, what type of content you're asking me for, I'll help you in that content. They ask me about the free content, I'll make sure they understand the free content. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, everyone from my group, they came from the free content and mm. they know, and you can vouch, yeah, the way I helped you with my free content, bro, I, I'm not going to treat you. I'm not just going to do that and then get you to the mentorship and not help you. Yeah. I'm, I treat, treat everyone fairly, bro. Everyone's want to learn. Just remember how you were when you wanted to learn. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Man. And another thing is that, even from my perspective, of course, being a student of yours now, when I saw the free content, I knew it's good. Like, I knew I was kind of like, you know, hit and go. But even like subconsciously, even me myself, 
I didn't value it as much. The second we got into the mentorship, I was like, ooh, it is that 100% focused. But with the free content, it was more so like, you see, like once I'd done it and watched it and stuff, I was thinking, bro, this can't be as good as, you know, like the mentorship stuff. Now looking back, I think one of your first, like, like little episodes you dropped was on the DXY, right? And Oh, the currency pair thing, the selection. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Until now I'm clocking that, you dropped that. And I, I said this to you as well. You know, sometimes you come into the mentorship group chat, you're like, okay, I'm going to give the, the free channel a video. Which video should I give? Looking back, I would have never said yes to that video because that's something I use almost every single day in my trading. I use, you know, I use the DXY to line up trades with whatever, whatever. And it's crazy. Like, again, even like we're saying this, but even me, myself, sometimes you don't realize I'm subconsciously, I wasn't valuing your content. I'm not deep in like, oh, because this is free, I wasn't really taking it in. But now looking back, it's like, bro, like, there's nothing in that free, free. There's nothing in those free, in that free content. Cause you know what I do as well? I don't know. I don't know if you lot remember, yeah. You see, with the content I was teaching you guys, the o- so I just taught them a simple optimal trade entry, the OTE, you know? yep. yeah. And I remember just to show, just for like cl- clarification for the free chat, I remember I showed I'd done a, f- a trade, a live trade using the examples from the free channel. Yeah. I'd done the Euro GBP. I did. I derived which one should I trade GBP USD or, U- or Euro USD. I lined up with the DXY optimal trade entry. Yeah. It works just for proof do you know what i'm saying just so that this clarity saying if you just use this and i promise you the guys if you're hearing this if you can decipher the stuff yeah in the free telegram i promise you got a trading model in there it might be a bit all over the place yeah but there's a trade there's trading models in there and if you read what i say as well yeah because not everything is in the videos some things are in the paragraphs i'm a waffler and i, I do a lot of text and if you read all of that i promise you you can make sense of it and you can You'll see the markets in a better, I think, in a better light, innit? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. There, there's a lot in there, guys. Really take it in. If you have some decent foundational knowledge, you can take away a lot from there. It's true. I'd like to, I'd like to kind of go back, right? Um, of course, when when you came through, it was very controversial, and you drew out XP and stuff. And now, yeah, of course. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you want to know how the whole XP thing started? I think XP won't mind it because me and him, were, you know what? Me and XP are good. You know, we're good friends now, bro. Like yeah, we speak yeah, often yeah. on the phone. Like, bro, I've seen, I've seen XP, XP see me as well. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you exactly how we started. It was just, bro. You know what is this? It's just two guys of ego. And let's be real. If XP is watching this, bro, shout out to my man. And mm. <laughs> all right, cool. So. Before I was on Twitter, I was on Snapchat and I was always telling people like, bro, if they're teaching you something that's easily available on YouTube, because I'll be real, the stuff that I teach is not easily available on YouTube. Yeah, I, I'll not. be real. It's I not. Yeah. yeah, It's not. If they're teaching something that's easily available on YouTube, then you're better off going on YouTube. That's the facts. Yeah. Because the yes. guy on YouTube is probably going to do a better explanation than the guy that's teaching on a premium. And then, you know, like, I was thinking like, oh, uh, 50% of the order block whatever whatever like uh, I've done this before innit like this isn't something that's brand new why is people thinking this brand new type thing innit whatever XV he, he even told me that bro he didn't even know and do you know what if XV found out on his own back that the 50% of some price arrays are, are are significant bro shout out to my man because do you know what finding that out by yourself yeah without knowing that it's already available that's a big deal I'll be real that's a big deal now he posted something to do with the, the funding and I was like bro you haven't even passed it yet like, do you know what I'm saying like yeah, yeah. post after and, and then he told me he said something and he, then he was just like respect me in it and yeah, then yeah. i was just like oh how is he telling me respect me like come on like, who's whatever now the ego is kicking in it's a back and forth thing da, 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 da. 
the, yeah. the exposure thing happened, whatever. And you know what, bro? I tell you for for real, I had the wrong idea of XV. I swear yeah, to God, yeah. XV is one of the most humble guys I've met in the game, and he's one of the only he's the, he's the only premium owner that I've seen profit from the market. Yeah, yeah. serious Crazy. talk, serious talk, bro. Yeah, and good profit because you see, even me, I jump on, I jump on calls with this guy. Like, yeah, he's not making, he's not making, he's not making, you know, little, you know, like little, you know, yeah, crappy yeah. amounts as always. Bro, shout out to my man, martial Allah, bro. This guy, he's killing it, bro. And, and you know what, you know what's funny? This guy's got literally, you, you know, you see on people's Snapchat stories, oh, drop me a bag, going to flip it into 10 bags. You know, all them scammers and people fall for that. This guy's doing it, but he's actually doing it. He's, he's actually doing it, literally. <laughs> So yeah, he's a sick guy. He's a sick guy, man. Yeah, and man. you know what? He's proper. He's proper honest, bro. Like he's he's if if X and do you know what's crazy? Yeah? You know that that guy. I'm not gonna mention his name, but you know Mr. Six Figure. And oh, when yeah, the whole yeah. thing happened, when him and the XV thing happened, yeah, I remember I was on call to XV. He got called out. Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck? I just got called out again." And I was like, "Nah, yeah. let me go on Twitter." And I yeah. see it. And this guy's dragging XV down, saying, "If I'm going down, take XV down." I'm thinking, "What is going on here, bro?" And do you know what? That's that guy's a good example of people being so quick here yeah, to open a premium. Because yeah. bro, he was I think he was in the scene. Some people said he was in the scene for a week. Yeah, he sent yeah. a few signals. Because you gotta realize, bro, every trader has a good run. Like we all have good winning streaks. And that winning streak is not what defines you. It's the whole yeah. everything how you deal with everything in, in you know in the grand scheme of things. That's how you you know what I'm saying, the drawdowns, the good times, the bad that's how you kind of see someone as a trader, not just a win. Yeah. yeah, and then what happened, bro? He that whole thing happened with the whole no stop loss, remove it, and then what happened? A guy lost his probably his savings from that guy. That's danger. Like, and you know what is? There's a lot of young guys on the scene, and I'm not saying age is a direct correlation of how good someone is. I'm not saying that because a young guy, like you said, ads shout out to him. Yeah, you said he's been training for four years. That is, bro, at 12 years old, 13 years old, I was playing Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even know these things. I didn't even know if a candlestick existed or not, yeah. bro. If you told me candlestick, I'm probably thinking a candle. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, there's some guys, though, yeah, they're young and they picked up the game young as well. And they're like maybe 17, 18. And you've got to realize that yeah, maturity, being a mature person outside of the charts is a big deal on the charts. You mm-hmm. can't be Mr. Get Lit Every Day, go clubbing, get drinking, irresponsible. Because that irresponsibility, you're probably going to be a risky guy, irresponsible risk management. Bro, trading is not independent of your personal life. Your personal life, yeah, how you are, is going to be directly reflected in how you trade. I promise you that. You can't be like drunk or high or whatever and trade. Or you can't think about that. Let's say, let's say you get hungover or you're proper high. How are you going to wake up the next day to trade, bro? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all like that. And the thing is, these younger guys, they're not so mature per se. And that's the problem. Maybe, and some guys are mature. Don't get me wrong here. Like, like I feel like um, 760, he's pretty, like, he's got good risk management. Like, I'm in his, uh, in his chat and he manages risk as well. And do you know what? When he told me he's his, like, he's like 16, bro, I couldn't even believe it, bro. Yeah, Two yeah, things. Because of his, because of, of his deep voice, yeah. And secondly, just how he handles things, bro. Like, he was making, what, games for, like, um, well, what's it called? Roblox yeah, or something yeah, at a young yeah. age. Like, making you know what I'm saying? Killing. Crazy, man. It, it's crazy, man. But yeah. then you've got the other end where there's these 17 rolls that just come in, they know that there's money in these premiums, whatever, get gassed up, yeah. get a shout out, make money. Like, that guy, he didn't even refund the guy. He put it all on the line for two hundred pounds a month. From just from a business point of view, yeah, how dumb is that? Yeah, man. 
it's hard. That, this is what I mean. Like, a lot of people don't think about the future and the long term. Like, it's it's just crazy, man. Because even, okay, cool. Like, so my boy is doing that plates thing, right? So 10% plates. So we got that Insta. Yeah, yeah. And initially, the way he was going to go about stuff, there was no, like, attention to, like, design and, like, you know, the Insta formats and stuff. So I showed him, this is how we're going to do stuff. This is, like, how you should do it. Like, and take care and take care in your service, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was saying to him, bro, like, there's sometimes, yeah, it's very small stuff, but it gets to me personally. It's like something's not centered, like a little bit of text, something like that. But I tell him, bro, like, if you actually want to grow this into something, if you want to be big one day, if you go look at, you know, look at these big companies that I don't know sell cars or whatever, do you think they even make a single mistake on the Instagram? There's a certain way to like conduct yourself and do things. And if you think about the long term, you have to do it from the get go. If you actually want to grow, you got to have those good habits and yeah, you know, all those exactly small, small well. things and have it from the jump. Because if you have it from the jump, you're going to maintain it. It's just going to stay like that. And yeah, then, bro, you like, hit on the head with the good habits. It's all about building good habits, bro. I always say in it, good habits, yeah, they build a good life, bro. Mm-hmm. It's the people with the bad habits, bro. You'll see they're sad. Even if they ain't, it's not even about a money thing. Take money out of the equation, bro. If you've got bad habits, yeah, and you know you're so aware they're bad habits, but you just, for whatever mental reason, you just can't let go of them, yeah. Bro, you'll be a sad person. Because yeah, that clarity, after you give into it, yeah, after that dopamine's gone, bro, and the clarity comes to you, bro, you're you're going to be like, what am I doing? And people like, what am I doing in my life, bro? Like, da 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 And then they go do what they're trying to stop doing, and it's just an endless, that's a cycle of doom, to be honest, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's sad to see it sometimes, but it's just life, and it's like you said before, you can apply it to anything. Even the idea of, for me personally, like, gym ties into everything in my life like in terms of discipline and habits but the same way it it, it ties into like my trading and stuff you know like having that discipline to do something every single day but but it, it carries over to like everything you do so it's it's kind of necessary to think about what you're doing on a day-to-day basis because going back to your point you're not going to see your changes day-to-day but they're going to add up they're going to accumulate and you know a few months down the line and so forth it's like the changes you're going to see you see the guys like you see the guys that go to the gym, yeah, bro, I love it. Do you know why? Because it just makes my job easier. Because when I try to relate the two, trading and gym, bro, they're the exact same thing, just different. Just mm-hmm. one's training, one's gym. It's a fact that, like, so you can't, you can go to the gym, but if you're outside the gym eating shit, you're not going to see optimal results. The same thing with trading. If you're, you know what, going back to what we said a few minutes ago, if you've got bad habits outside of the chart, they're going to be shown on the charts, right? Mm-hmm. The gym shows that small progressions add up to big progressions, right? The same thing with training, it's more progressions out of too big. Bro, there's every, and like the same thing with like progressive overload. It's the same thing with trading. Put a bit on every single day, get a bit better every single day. And you know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing again. What do people do? What do the better people do with the better lifters? They record their lifts, right? Yeah. yeah. They record their lifts to see their form. That's like this, bro. Back test, journal your trades, see where you went wrong, see what you can do better. There's just nitpick at the little things, yeah, and get better. It's the, yeah. it's the same thing, bro. I was, saying, I was saying this in the mentorship group chat, yeah, so that's on the like, last thing I want to touch on for trading. If you're a trader, this is going to be very important for you, right? So, of course, it's easy to know where you're doing well if you journal and record everything. You're going to know, you know, you're seeing success on this pair, you're seeing success on this pair, so that way you know how to place your strengths, right? Let's say you record 100 trades on Euro USD and GP USD, and on GP USD, only 30% of them hit your pay profit, but on Euro USD, something like 70%, right? So simple. You just stick to your USD. Clearly, it works better for you. But yeah. where you're losing 
try to reverse engineer your losses, that's going to be such a game changer. I feel like people don't like pay attention. A hundred million percent, bro. It's like this, yeah. If you don't journal, yeah, it's all about you know what SWOT is. Have you ever heard of SWOT if you've done business or anything? No, no. I right, call cool. so SWOT, yeah, is an abbreviation for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. But we're gonna care more about the S and W and the strengths and weaknesses, yeah. bro. All it is, yeah, and real businesses use this. A SWOT analysis is basically when you try to analyze and see your strengths and weaknesses, yeah. So if you aren't the whole point about getting better, you cannot improve if you cannot identify the weakness. It's like this. Can you treat can you treat a disease if you can't identify what the disease is? If you, you yeah, know what I'm saying? You can't, yeah, yeah. then you get the correct medicine and you get better. That's how the process goes. It's the same thing, bro. Yeah, identify the weakness, yeah. Whatever it is, and that's only done for journaling. If you don't look back where your weaknesses are, you'll never be able to see them, right? Yeah. Then you see them and then you yeah. work on it and you 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 rectify it and that's it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, again, like tying it into gym and stuff, right? A lot of people don't realize where some of the issues are coming from, right? Of course, I'm I'm proper into all of that stuff. I do my research. I I look at like physiology and whatnot. If you ever go to like I don't know, let's say like a chiropractor or a physiologist, and you're like, you know, I've got back pain. It your back pain could be coming from the most random things you wouldn't even think. But if they, do you know what they do? They'll make you do very specific movements, and in certain movements, your legs or something won't be able to stretch out, or there's going to be a big imbalance where like I don't know. Let's say you do a lunge, your right knee touches the floor, but when you do it on the other side, you left cut like that sort of stuff, you're not gonna know until you like you know actively get tested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the same thing with your training. You need to pay attention to each step of your process. You know, is is it how like sometimes it might even just be your environment, is it the time you're trading, like blah blah blah. But it's gonna be different for everyone. But for all the traders out there listening, trust me, start focusing and recording all your data, then look back at it, evaluate. If you do that and you improve you know, there's that saying, something like, if you improve 1% every day, that's not 365% in a year. Some, if whatever no, because you're compounding it. Because you're yeah, compounding yeah. it. Exactly. You know so it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's even more than that. It's probably going to be closer to the thousand. Yeah, yeah, literally. But yeah, man. So now I'm going to move on to a very interesting topic. We speak about this all of the time. Like, it's, it's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? But I've got a question for you, right? So yeah. Ash asked me this question the other day. So would you rather sit on a dick and eat cake or sit on a cake and eat dick? Say, say that again. So would you rather s- sit on a dick and eat yeah. cake or sit on a cake and eat dick? Nah, I'd rather sit on it. But the way I'm going to sit on it, yeah, is that like, so it's not penetrating me. Innit? I'll sit on it like, you know what I'm saying? I'll sit on like, I'll just, like, I'll just rub it on my, ch- like, I'll ask you because yeah. I'll just enjoy that cake in it. <laughs> no, nah, here, here it. Oh, shout um, out to Ash, man. That guy's a sick guy as well. Legal loophole. But yeah, man. The the next thing I actually want to go into is conspiracy. Everyone, everyone loves a conspiracy theory. So Omar put me on to a great podcast. Um, It's David, David Ick, I don't like. David yeah, Ick. Um, with, it was on the True Geordie podcast. So I think it's very long. It's probably like three hours, right? But that was insane. I think I just watched it all in one sit. Bro, you don't even realise it's three hours. Watch it. I swear yeah, to God, you don't even realise. Yeah, that's one of the best things I think I've ever watched. But so my question for you is for you, what's your like best or like biggest conspiracy that kind of like appeals to you or you think is like hundred percent, you know? Bro, you true. know what it was, yeah. You know what it was? Maybe because I'm a Muslim as well, yeah, but it's definitely nine mm. eleven. Yeah, yeah. Cause bro, you know what it was, yeah. You know, like there was like um engineers as well, and the engineers were just saying like there's no way and there's a famous video on YouTube, I don't know if it's been like 
taken off now. But there was a structural engineer, and what the structural engineers do, they structure the buildings, isn't it? Like how yeah, you yeah. can build a building, and they were like, yeah, they were doing the math and the logic behind everything. They're like, if a build, if a jet crashed into the building, they're like, mm -hmm. the you see the jet fuel, it's not hot enough to burn steel beams, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And they're like, the building, right? The way that it fell over. It's not a way that a building would collapse if a plane hit. Do you know what I'm saying? They said that yeah. the floors were going out one by one by one, like there was C4 planted on every single corner. Like it was boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 boom. Do you know what I'm saying? And it just dropped straight down. And he was like, that he's like, he's been in the game for so long. He's been like an engineer for so long. He's like, there is no way you can tell me that that wasn't a demolition job. Like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's seen buildings, right? That are actually meant to be demolished. Like you know, when there's a building and you're trying to get rid of it to like use the land or whatever in it, and you want to yeah. do a demolition job. He's like, that's how they would do it. That's what a legit demolition job looks like. The way that the 9/11 tower thing. And obviously, if you add in the whole government and agendas and things, it kind of makes sense. And then there was a thing where, um, bro, if you watch that David Hyde thing, I think he says something like, "You see the pilot, the way they were yeah. flying, the way the the way they, like he apparently they were like the way the plane was being flown." is no way that it's not like some sort of specialist driving that plane yeah yeah. there's yeah, no yeah. way that it could just be some random guy because the maneuvers he was making right and the pilots were verifying this the maneuvers they were making was ridiculous like no one can just pick up a plane and start doing those maneuvers do you know what i'm saying and then yeah. there was a whole thing of like very rich people that worked at the um, world trade center they just didn't come in that day yeah supposedly so that people. one yeah so that one day they didn't come in and then it just collapsed and all of that and it? but it's yeah. crazy man it's, there's so there's so many conspiracies like one um do you know that crypto group chat we got on snapchat with um i'm not going to say his name in it yeah 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 oh we're yeah cool, innit? me and him you know what bro i he knows who he is if he's watching this yeah, yeah. i like him do you know what? i like him because he gives these good things and he's talking about the flat the flat earth in it yeah bro there's no way yeah the flat the earth can be flat do you know how we find out the earth is actually round you know there's a guy and his name is um aristotle you know he was a greek uh, philosopher yeah? yeah and mathematician and bro the way he's done it is so interesting yeah so in in greek yeah, in the city of um alexandra and athens they're like far apart innit? and you yeah. see in alexandra alexandria there's a time of the year where there's like the the sun is directly above you and there's no shadow in it yeah but in athens you don't get that because the earth is slightly curved, right? You don't yeah. get that. It's not a flat plane. Otherwise, if it was a flat plane, it will be, there will also be the same thing on Athens. There will be no shadows as well. But there was a slight, very slight shadow in Athens. Mm. So what he done was, yeah, he got a stick, yeah. So the next day he told the guy, he told one guy, yeah. Um, first, what he done was he put a stick into the ground. And then you see the shadow that the stick had. Because when you put a stick into the ground, obviously there's a shadow coming out of the stick. Yeah. He measured the angle of that stick here. Yeah? I think it was at 7.6 degrees. Yeah. And then he went, yeah, he went and he told one guy, he paid a guy, he's like, yeah, calculate the distance from here to, to Alexandria. Yeah. And then he calculated it. And what he done was he just done a simple equation. He done, um, this is how he found the diameter of the earth in it, like the distance of the whole, the whole, the earth in it. Because they already knew the Earth was round then, yeah? So they'd done 7.6, um, they just done like a, um, a ratio and at 7.6 over 360. Yeah. And that has to be equal to the distance of um, Alexandria to the thing. And then they just find the distance that will be equal to the 360%. Do you know what I'm saying? Because if 7.6% yeah, yeah. is equal to like 10 kilometers, 
then that means that 360, if you just find 360 degrees, then that would be all the kilometers of the yeah, earth. Yeah, 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 so yeah. how can the earth be round? Just How can the earth be flat just from that, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, they think it's only NASA that's the only space station, bro. I gave that guy a list, bro. I gave him a list. There's so many. There's there's a there's there's a Asian ones. There's um there's American ones, European yeah. ones, bro. There's Russian ones. Are you saying they're all in the game together? It makes more sense if NASA's the dominant one and you want to try to get more market share, then yeah. bro, you'll be the small guy that says no, the Earth is flat, and you'll show proof that it's flat. But they're all on the same boat. Yeah, cool. The moon mission, I agree. I think it's fake in it because there was wind blowing the flag and whatever. And if you go, to, if you go to the, like the historical thing of it, it, it was yeah. kind of like a superiority thing in it, between the Russians and America. And so um, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. had a reason to be the first person on the moon. And yeah. Yeah. But seeing the earth is flat is crazy. Then I told him, remember the thing with the stars and it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, how can you, if, 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 why can people on the bottom part of the earth only see certain stars? And if you're on the top, top part of the earth you can't see the other stars that those people see why is that if it was flat we look into the sky we all see the same stars in it yeah and there's no thing then i don't know who's asking me about some they don't even believe gravity exists bro you know they don't oh bro you know when it comes into physics and forces and things like that bro you know who's saying volume and buoyancy in it bro you know volume is not even it's not force bro you know forces yeah they're vectors mm. in it they're vectors mm. vectors they have direction they move in a direction. Gravity yeah. moves in a direction is downwards. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. downwards. Yeah. It's a vector. To replace gravity with volume and buoyancy, bro. At least compare it to another flipping force, and you're not even complete. You're not even doing it with another force. It just makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, man. if there's any flat earthers here, yeah, watching this, innit? Just give me a good argument, like why is why is really why is really flat. People, people listening probably think this is crazy, but this is a genuine argument. Is the Earth flat or not for about two hours in a Snapchat DC? Guys are back in evidence, pictures. <laughs> Omar started back in videos of him flipping coins and like showing, like, it's mad, it's mad. But it's, it still is interesting. Like, to be fair, yeah, like, genuinely, a lot of people would hear man when I just instantly say he's stupid. Like, to an extent, his argument does hold, right? Because his argument is based on Christian beliefs and I think you called it like straw man's or something. I don't, I don't even know what that is, right? But I'm assuming it's because his kind of like base point is everything around us is manipulated by the devil. Yeah, so everything that I say, then he's just going to say it's, it's government agenda. He's just straw man, my thing. And yeah, like yeah. straw manning is like he's whatever I say, then is he's making the premise so that I ha I can't use an argument against him. Yeah, yeah. Because he so was saying that it was based on the Christian, Christian belief that the earth's flat and whatever. And I was saying, but I'm not Christian. <laughs> yeah yeah so in, in his own regard he's right like it, it it makes sense i see even though i don't agree like at all i see the angle i see where he's coming from because let's just say what he's saying is true then well of course then it would be right but it's just the idea that everything around us is manipulated is crazy but that's those those type of conspiracies i like i remember guys in our group chat were speaking about um What's that? I think there's something in America. I can't remember you mentioned it, but they go worship an owl or something. It looks so. Oh yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah, bro. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. Um, yeah, I forgot. The, is... I forgot the name of that. That island, didn't it? And they saw David yeah. Beckham go there or something. Yeah, and it's that bare, like famous rich people. And the worst part is, yeah, everybody knows about this. Like it's out there, but it's still normal. Guys, are, guys are going in robes and meeting up in the forest, and like, it's oh, it's just mad. Do, do you know what? Um, do you know what Epping Forest is? Which one? Epping Forest. Epping Forest now. Nah. Nah, okay, so that's that's around. If you're from East or North London, you'll know what that is. hundred percent. 
if you're from London in general, but that's like a massive forest. And of course, uh, shout out to him, my bro. He's, he's in my group chat, but he told me stories all the time, right? So he's got Epping Forest. First of all, it's massive, like it's giant. It stretches across like half of London and outside London, something like something like that, right? So he had, yeah, it's massive, bro. If you search it, that is crazy. But um, so he had like some of his family grow up somewhere i don't even know where now but somewhere around there right and he's always telling me mad stories they say there's a hill there's a hill so like uphill and if you stop your car there people say the car automatically just starts going up and one of his family members has live all experienced that and a nah. lot of, bro, bro this this one me this is crazy yeah but one That's time I was like, mad. bro i was like let's go in it so i'm telling this guy but these times we were driving past Epping Forest at like 5 p.m. This is like probably like a year back or something now. And I was on it. We weren't meant to go that specific day, but I was like, in the future, let's go to that hill and let's see what I'm going on. So I was in. Bro, I was driving past that forest and it's still broad daylight. I was like, there's no way I'm going in there. Because these times, yeah, you're driving past and there's no like phone service, no nothing. But I'm, I was like, this is like, you know the movies where... Yeah, 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 yeah. Some Friday the 13th shit. <laughs> Bro, now nah, we need to do that, bro. On my life, we'll get like a few man, like get, go a few cars up for some safety, whatever. Yeah. And we'll do it. Oh, that's lit, bro. But you that, know what? I've always yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. You know, like how people like go like abandoned warehouse, like abandoned houses, like hospitals, and that. Oh yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm yeah. like I'm so on doing that shit, bro. That's so fun. Yeah. I shout out Joe Weller, man, because I used to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out, bro. This guy, bro. That's you see Joe Weller, yeah. When internet melts and his exploration videos came out, that was a good time to be alive, bro. Yeah, or if you know, uh, I think they're called TGF. TGF goes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They used to make a couple of videos on that as well, man. Like, them type of videos, I remember back in the day, I would rinse them, like, just yeah, back to back with all the videos. Big because Martin, that was sick. There's, there's a lot of beauty stuff, man. And even with these conspiracies, right? So, like, carrying on with the idea of conspiracies. I remember, so, shout out, um, there's a guy called Bezel. He's in 760's chat, Keeks' chat, right? And he was mentioning something along the lines of like bird flu and like these things from a while back and then yeah, i remember seeing that i see that actually i see that and then it came up on uh the spectator index that's like a massive massive twitter page with like you know it, they all the big news and stuff if they put out something it's legit and they were just saying there's the first case of bird flu being found in china or something and they're like bro like, my man told me about that and on top of that so you said this yourself as well and shout out bands uh bands that's my he said this to me earlier as well. I remember speaking about it. He said that ICT um, was saying from like 2019 or something, people need to stock up on food. They need to stock yeah. up on like blah, blah, blah. So it's like that in itself is a conspiracy because everyone knows ICT has inside the info. This guy's been trading so long. We know everything. You know, you know, you know the thing with birth food. Do you, know, do you know why it's so important, bro? Because mm. imagine livestock starts to die. Because yeah. the whole thing with the birth flu is that imagine it goes and affects the livestock and all the livestock starts dying and people have to, for big farmers have to kill all the livestock. Bro, imagine the price of meat. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll, bro, it'll be crazy. Like, literally, bro, you don't know how much meat consumption there is in it, in it like, from people. Just for people yeah. to eat, yeah? Bro, there is so much, like, livestock. And imagine the livestock dies. Yeah, That's yeah, nuts. It's crazy. You know, so... The conspiracy behind this sort of stuff, right? There's a if you go check, I think it's online to see, but Bill Gates has been buying a shit ton of land in America, like crazy amount of farmland. So they the conspiracy behind this is basically depopulation. Like they're trying to 
pill off bare man for whatever reason. I haven't looked into it too deep, but just like in summary, they're basically saying they're trying to get rid of lots of people on the planet for whatever reason. And this is how they're doing it. And this is like, it, to an extent, it sounds very crazy, but at the same time, what other, you know, kind what, of what non-logical, yeah, apart from like diseases and stuff, especially if they're engineered, you know, even COVID, there's so many conspiracies that's engineered in China, engineered here, like, it might be a form of balance. Even, even Bill here. Gates, even Bill Gates, yeah, if I remember, he was like, if anything's going to wipe us out, it will be a disease. Yeah, yeah, and bro, he's like one of the richest people on the planet, and Mama's buying all this land. These guys, yeah. they don't do stuff without a reason. There's definitely something behind it. Yeah, there's some. There's always collusion between the big guys, 100%. Yeah. It's smart money. They're literally smart money, bro. It's crazy. And then on top of that, if you think about it, right, so if they're saying, again, to me, the idea is always behind most of these conspiracies. It all comes back down to like money and economics, right? If China genuinely engineered COVID, right, this, this conspiracy conspiracy is a bit flawed because of course china went through it as well and it fucked up their economy and whatever right but there's kind of been that call that china done it and now it's gone america and it's kind of like you know accelerated them towards that recession and you know that whole idea of like the big reset and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if you ever seen, seen all that yeah, yeah if you ever seen like mike maloney he's got this um he's got this thing where he's saying every few hundred years the power switches between power and like innovation switches between the east and the west and of course the west has had it right so america and even like uh, great britain that's actually true that's actually yeah. Yeah, he's been the middle east like mathematician science all of that innovation yeah. bro that it all came from the middle east don't it? yeah that's and, true, and now you go back like we've had it in the west for so long and now it's been a few hundred years you know let's say even since 15 1600 everything since like crystal columbus or some shit has been coming from there so now it's coming back to the east because what's happened for the last decade who's been you know in china in terms of export in the world like they're the biggest exports in the world bro yeah so now the power is coming back towards you know of course china because like i said they've got all this export and if, if like do you know what it is uh, america and the u.s dollar like if you do study economics of course i've i've only self-studied so there's definitely gaps in my knowledge but you know, it's it's like the backing current or the global currency, right? Because everything's backed by dollar and whatnot. If you look everything, at everything, everything is default to the dollar, yeah. Yeah, so it, it all started from World War Two and stuff. It's quite interesting. But now if they kind of topple and the dollar kind of loses all that power and control, then that power is up for grabs, right? Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be some sort of entity that's dominant or at least on top of other like countries and whatnot. So now that you know, China are responsible for whatever, they kind of had that opportunity to like grab that power. So if you do think about it, it is kind of in their interest to create something like COVID and do all of these things. But, you know, it's, it's all just guesswork. At the end of the day, it does go deep. There could be a million other things happening, a million other reasons for them creating. Yeah, this, you, know, so. you know, if you add in the thing with like technical analysis, here, and you know when I say technical analysis, here, I always say, you, and I say this to the to the group all the time, and I mm. think I said this in the last video, you, oh, what do you have to do? You have to always consider the macro of the economy, you know? yeah? Yeah, yeah. You see, if you just do like intermarket analysis here between the DXY, some commodities like gold and so like, you know, like corn and soybeans, and you look at like the US 10-year yield and things like that, bro, you'll start seeing some stuff like, Bitcoin, yeah. right? You see the whole thing what ICT teaches about smart money. He says, yeah, smart money, they, and this is why you should be able to trade many markets because smart money doesn't trade in just one market, bro. 
Some yeah. markets go dry and some markets go big. Why? Because smart money is involved in that market. Mm-hmm. You won't have a big market if smart money. And what I mean by smart money, if you're watching this, you're thinking, what is smart money? It's not the smart money concept guys trading your order blocks and stuff like that. The smart money is the large big boy players and they're well and the the key takeaway, they're well informed. Like they got the they got the inside knowledge, right? Yeah. Now yeah. these guys, right, like think about it. When what was happening with COVID, yeah? Bitcoin mm-hmm. went on a rally. But if you look at everything, right? Look at the you look at the US ten year, look at the DXY on the decline, yeah. Mm. Everything declined as well though. The Euro USD was declining, Euro was declining, all the currency pairs were declining. But what was running, what was pumping? The big mm. Bitcoin was pumping, crypto was mm. pumping. It's just it's a transition of smart money from currencies into crypto, yeah. Crypto, yeah. right? And then what, what are you seeing now? You're seeing indices being the move. Why? Because stocks, that's what indices are, right? US one hundred, yeah. the top one hundred US tech stocks, right? They they move into that. You really see big moves. When you see one thing go dry, you see another one start come to life, bro. It's just smart money going in from one market to another market. That's all it yeah. is. And it's, and even it's, even now, like forex has been a bit choppier. And yeah. ICT touched on this, I think, and he's like, and I always touched on this as well. And I, this is one of the reasons why I say it's not buying and selling pressure. And I said this, and it's on. I said this a few times, and it's there. It's, it's there in our chats here. I always say, it can't be buying and selling pressure on the market. And it can't be supply and demand that's moving the forex market because, remember, we have to facilitate trade between countries. If our mm. currency, and I think I said this to you as well ages ago, I know I said this it's in our chat and I probably said it in a video, right? Mm. We have to facilitate trade, right? That's one thing we have to do. We have to manage them. We have to have a stable exchange rate because if, the, if, if our pound goes too high, right, no one's going to want to trade with us. And what's that going to happen? Our exports are going to go down. Our exports go down. Our growth mm. sort of decline yeah so it's very important that we maintain trade but what's happened with covid what happened to most supply chains disruption yeah. right yeah there's been disruption and that's why you'll see yeah the moves in the forex market they have not been so clean like you'll be you'll see price double trading into an area where we're not expected to do double trade into and it's yeah. just weird things like that like you just don't expect it the moves aren't being as clean and maybe when the whole supply chain if it does fix up and i think you know forex will be you know this prime time market like how it was before yeah yeah yeah. it's it's crazy because a lot of these things do tie back in to the market like you wouldn't think it the average person definitely doesn't think it or even they're not even aware but you know even the idea that we pump and then we dumped like on bitcoin as you were saying for the crash like, imagine how many trap buyers were in that pump and now they're all just yeah. getting dusted as well because like, you got because you got to think of it yeah you see you see like touching back on retail yeah it's not the retail method it's the retail mindset the FOMO is real for, for newbies, right? The FOMO, mm-hmm. when you see that all-time high break, and I was involved, and I'll be real, I was involved in that second that second Bitcoin run. Bro, mm-hmm. I was involved when everyone was saying we're in the maddest bear market. I was involved like very, very early in it. Mm-hmm. And I got, I think I got out, when that low broke on the, um, you see when the low broke, uh, the bit, when we went higher and then we broke lower. Yeah, yeah. I got out then because I knew what time I, I just knew yeah. what time it was in it because there's only one reason if you make a high and then you run that high and then you break lower there's only one yeah, reason yeah, yeah. you don't want no one to be in that move mm. when you're because if they shorted it at the first high then people that were you know setting at the high they're yeah, all going to yeah. be in money but if you throw it up one one time higher everyone that was in that in, in that high most people they're they're removed and then they're not participating in that large move down. And now when you put and this is the thing, yeah. And remember in the in the NFP yesterday, 
there was someone in our in the chat and they were saying like why am i getting this error on mt4 because you know when the significant move up here there's going to be two things that happen you don't get the full price you want have you ever entered a buy and you're just like buying at the suddenly your buys at the top for no reason yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I because you get you, yeah, you get repriced. You get the what they they don't want you involved in that big move, yeah. Or you're gonna get common error. Common error is you you are gonna get entered into that right price, but they're not gonna let you get entered at that price, and you're gonna get common error, common error, and you're gonna keep spamming that button. And when you spam that button and it finally goes through, bro, you're gonna see that you just bought at the high. Yeah, yeah. This this reminds me of something quite recently. Actually, I took I took a trade right um on gold, and I don't know why this happens, but of course I'm so this trades with IC markets. Um, my stop loss must have been at like eighty ninety one, and I entered the trade at like eighty ninety four, right? So you can say it's a fairly tight stop loss, but the trade was on um like fifteen minute time frame, and I come back later, right? So it's meant to be managed risk. I think I risked something like zero point six percent, and I come back. And gold went straight to eighteen eighty six. Yeah, that's a that's a fifty pip drop or something. So I'm just there looking like, yeah, like it's it's just very booty that even these things happen sometimes. I think there probably is a reason behind it, but it's like, why is there like an instant drop or why did my specific thing get sold at eighteen eighty six instead? So, and more time it won't happen the other way around. Like that will never happen to you. With yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, that's called slippage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So like, you will never get. You will never. You can get. You will never. So us retail traders, and then retail traders meaning that we're, we're small, like we're not with yeah, like yeah. institutions. Yeah, we will never get positive slippage, even if we all try to. We will never get. You'll only get negative slippage. But if you're with a prime brokerage, right, like the mm. big boy accounts, you can sometimes get positive slippage, which yeah. is a good thing. Obviously, you'll just you won't yeah, even get yeah, drawn yeah, up. Yeah, crazy man. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, everything, everything just coming back to the markets and the conspiracy. Like when it ties in, it all does get a bit. Bro, the market is a large conspiracy as well, man. There's so much like yeah. things around. Like you see, like like the whole Bitcoin into market analysis. Like, yeah, someone might be crazy, but the technicals, looking back to it in hindsight, it did it lined up. Like yeah, yeah. there was not like you see like so like infant market. Yeah, when the Bitcoin when Bitcoin was an infant market, right, and it was only at two k, and there was really no buy side targets. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what you have to do, bro? And remember, I I said this in the free chat as well. And then ICT made a video on it, like the few days after, and yeah. I'm not saying ICT copied me. I'm saying that in the sense that I learned of ICT, and then he kind of yeah, confirmed yeah. it after, and like the D, so the Euro USD was already OTE, but the DXY wasn't OTE. So that mm. means that Euro USD can move more as DXY goes into its OTE, right? Yeah. Yeah. So look at now. Do the same thing with Bitcoin, yeah. There's no buy side targets, but the DXY has got loads of sell side targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bonds have loads of sell side targets, right? Yeah. So what does that mean? That you just into market analysis, you don't look at Bitcoin for the buy side targets. You look at where is the dollar going to go to on the sell side and yeah. try and pair that up with the buy side targets that don't exist yet on yeah. Bitcoin. That's how you'll do it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if if anyone listening is a forest trade, that's that's crazy gems though because that's literally half my trading model exposed but like <laughs> you, you got you got to take it in in it because another thing i think people do get confused right why is you know the dxy so important the us dollar like you said before it's the default it's kind of like in charge or like kind of in control to an extent so you need to see the direction for that to then determine the direction for you know whatever 
pair you're trading on. What yeah, especially if, it, if especially if it's crossed to the dollar, because the DXY is just. Uh, this is a real indicator. This is your real strength indicator, not your RSI, right? This is your real strength indicator. Like if the DXY is gonna is going higher, and you've got reasons to believe that it's gonna go higher, then you should be looking to show anything crossed to the dollar, like Euro USD, GBP USD, AUD USD, like. You shouldn't be looking to, you know, when the steam train is coming, you don't stand in front of the steam train, and that's why I say, like, if the if the dollar's gonna go up, bro, the dollar's gonna go up. You short in ten lots, fifty, bro. I've I've shorted some big lots in my time, yeah, and I'm telling you, I don't move the market, bro. Yeah, yeah. Not our lots don't move. It's not the lots moving the market. If the if the market is in a buy profile, bro, no matter if everyone together is selling that, it's not gonna do anything, bro. Yeah, yeah. Goodness, crazy man. Like. Uh, like people people won't understand until they talk properly and like this is why i would urge people you know try find a mentor if you understand this or somebody that's been mentored by ict and understands the stuff you know rather than just show there's there's more to it rather than just profitability like the way the markets move and stuff having a deeper understanding and understanding like the theoretical side of stuff will serve you a lot better than purely learning how to trade because if you learn just how to trade and let's say you learn today and you just bang it out for two months, you learn in very specific market conditions. If you don't understand where these market conditions come from, why this is happening, you know, again, you're mentioning the market profiles, that sort of stuff. If you don't understand the theory behind all these things and, you know, the higher time frame, then in the future, you're not going to be able to adapt. And trading is a game of adaptation, like you're saying. Exactly. Like, okay, so this is a good example, yeah. You know the, the commentaries that I do, the weekly ones, yeah? Yeah, yeah everyone because remember our bites the one that I gave for the free telegram remember i had the buy side the, the buy side targets were clearly met and, mm. and the high was taken out and now everyone in the in our group was saying oh i want to see the next weekly commentary because it's true we were in a bullish gxy it was easy for me to call those things but yeah. then remember what i said where the retracement could expect to remember a specific price range and yeah, i said yeah. that then we go we want to we can trade down here and then expect to move higher and then it's done exactly that because the thing is, right, some people and a lot of people, bro, they just made money in a bull run. You could have bought anywhere, yeah? If you just had enough money to not get liquidated, then you're calm. You're going to make money in a bull run. But it's when the market, yeah, starts to go from one range to another range and it starts to actually, you know, you have to be nimble. That's where the people struggle, bro. And that's where people get found out. Trust me, yeah. that's where the people get found out, bro. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It's, yeah, it's, it's true. And it's, it's happened to me as well, like before, especially with crypto and stuff. Trading in a bull market versus trading in a choppy or bear market is so different. Like, it's crazy. But in reality, if you understand what's actually happening with the technical analysis, you know, even a bit of fundamentals, it's, it, it might be more, more difficult to an extent when market conditions change, but you'll still be able to change and adapt to them if necessary. So, you know, you've got to learn it. You got to, A lot of people want shortcuts. You need to learn stuff properly. Like, just take your time with it. And, you know, you know what's crazy? Like you were saying, a lot of guys in the space would hear two years and just think like you know like, what the fuck like that's long but in reality it's not long because those two years will set you up for the rest of your life if you learn how to trade inside out if you learn how price works here yeah, and you can transfer that from market to market and just kind of follow the wave of money that's that's a life skill that's gonna financially that's gonna serve you better than probably any degree or any course you can do out there like it's crazy Bro, take yeah. it from me, bro. I, I'm, I'll go to you. So you probably all know if you watch my free content and it, it's kind of out there in the world. And I'll go to King's College and because those mm. tabs, bro, they have not been deleted for like 
since I joined that uni, the tabs are still there. And I do accounting and finance. So in the finance modules, bro, we do look at things like financial markets and, you know, like derivatives and bonds and st stuff like that specifically, bro. Even then, yeah, I promise you, you cannot take, because it's retail knowledge, isn't it, that they teach you in universities. Like, they just teach you the, they don't teach you how to trade. They teach you more like investment type things in a long-term, like managing risk and like how treasury bonds are like the safest investment, those type of things. Yeah. yeah. But even, yeah, even, I'll be real, even safe, like knowledge like that. Yeah. You know, everyone knows about risk on, risk off. And, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm assuming. Be, but yeah. yeah. So risk on, risk off. Yeah. When people, when, when the large funded people of, you know, like risk off, they're not wanting to be risky, bro. They're going to put their money in safe havens, that bonds, mm. treasury bonds and things like that. When you start to see the money, flow out of treasury bonds and safe haven assets yeah yeah that's when you have to look for the market where which market are they are they going into right yeah. and bro remember remember smart money bro everyone's forgetting about one market bro i don't know how everyone's forgetting but are you forgetting about Pfizer? are you forgetting about the farmers yeah, yeah do you know yeah. how much percentage i had a boy yeah and he was involved in that farmer run and he was raking it in raking in he was going from farmer to farmer to start to, to spack to spack to spack and he was killing it because literally covid yeah served those farmers like if general farming is means pharmaceutical stocks that's yeah, just yeah. a short name for it yeah and obviously because it's to do with medicine and this whole vaccine there's the whole race for the vaccine type thing bro these farmer like especially pfizer was going through i think pfizer done at 200 percent. yeah that's crazy Imagine being involved in that 200%. That's nuts. I don't think there was even a drop before the move up. I think it was just one move up. Mm -hmm. And another thing is like, once you have this information, you have this knowledge, you understand, you know, how the markets work. It, it just becomes that like logical. Like you said, if you see money come out of the treasury bonds and the safe haven things, you, you know, it's, it is a bit of guesswork and stuff, but what's the probability that the money is going to flow into something like crypto, which is essentially our future versus, you know, like, other assets and stuff, I'd expect a lot of money to be going into crypto, especially if we've bottomed out. That's when I think, you know, the big, big players will be likely to get involved by the bottoms because they're essentially controlling all of this. They've manipulated this. So they're pushing prices down, in my opinion. They're coming down. And eventually, at one point or another, they're going to be buying in and getting in near enough the actual, actual Bro, smart, smart money, bro. They hedge every position that they do. So every single yeah, low, yeah. Every, you see every single low, yeah? They're, they're yeah. buying a small portion. They're buying up a small portion of it, right? Yeah. They're buying up a small portion of it and they're buying up a small portion of it so that when they come back up for it, and bro, these guys, right, smart money, they don't need stop losses, bro. Their pockets are yeah. so deep. Their, their risk is so managed. They know yeah, where, do you know what I'm saying? They know their risk. They know what they're risking. They don't need to use stop losses. Their pockets go so deep, bro. They can be in drawdown for years. These mm -hmm. big players, they can be in drawdown for years, bro. You think they haven't hedged? You think the richest like elite people they haven't hedged positions for like i don't know 20 years yeah definitely so i'm saying like their pockets go deep they don't need to do that because they know once it comes back up their way all those hedge positions bro like it's nuts imagine that you're trading here yeah, and you put 0 0.5 lots at one high and it goes down then another short term high put another 0 0.5 lots and you keep doing that you're going to yeah. be up like what 10 lots by the end of the trade yeah and that trade that compound or that trade is ridiculous yeah yeah especially for they're using crazy amounts of money yeah so. they're they're using like if you're saying lot size it's probably thousands bro mm, mm. yeah that's that's crazy that, I, I remember 
again, that reminds me of, you know, we were speaking about this. People need to like sometimes see it to believe it. You can't get guys to like jump on this trading thing sometimes. Like some people won't take that risk. They need to see the money. And I remember for me, the game changer kind of was when I was at IM Academy, like they they didn't give me nothing. But the one thing they did kind of teach me is to believe. Because if it wasn't for them introducing me to all of this stuff, I wouldn't have been there now. I wouldn't have probably wouldn't have got into it. I would have thought it's a scam like you know the average person does. And I remember they showed a screenshot of like how banks trade or something like that. And now I don't even know if it's true, but it was just oh yeah, I've seen that. It's all like loads of lo- loads of lots and stuff, and yeah, like crazy lot sizes and crazy money. And then I realized, like, like of course now I'm looking back, that might not even been a bank or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't even know if banks use bro, you, think, you, you think the bank is using flipping MetaTrader for bro? <laughs> Yeah, because oh, now I think of it, it's like no chance. And they're, they're using it as marketing and whatnot. But it just made me realize like there's so much money in this space. If oh, I have 6.6 made... 6 trillion, yeah, yeah, that is traded every single day on that Forex market, yeah. Imagine you just, like the way I said to myself, yeah, I was like, imagine just getting like 0.001% of that market. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's mad, bro. There's enough money to go around for everyone. And the thing is, yeah, about seeing is believing, bro. Like I jumped on this thing with like three other friends, yeah. Yeah. And I was the only one that really stayed on. There's another friend as well. And he he kind of stayed on. I think he's tra- still trading, but not as heavy, you know. Yeah. And bro, like no one, yeah, no. And the thing is, yeah, don't come into trading and tell people about it. Don't tell people how much. Don't like. Okay, cool. Don't show people how much you're making, mm. unless it's like people are asking if you're really making money, or if it's like yeah, you want you want to start you want to start a service and people want to know if you're actually making money. It depends on the intention of it. But the thing is, bro, your own mom and dad, they're not going to be advocates for you trading. No one is going to believe it. Don't take that hard, bro, because you have to realize, uh, especially where I come from, bro, people don't believe in this type of shit. They believe, yeah, especially as an Asian, yeah. Bro, deeper like this, I got a cousin that that graduated from PPE from Oxford. Yeah. Do you know the comparisons that get made, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just about yeah, get a degree and get married. And for Asian guys, at least I'm sure they can all like relate. And it's just get a job, make some money, get married, move out, and you hope the best. Hope hope the same for your kids. But bro, they haven't seen anyone make it. That they're not aware of these things. So don't 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 like cut them off for that reason. Do you do you get me? Like yeah yeah yeah. You wanna like seeing is believing, and it show them yeah. yeah? show them and then if they don't want to come on board that's fine they don't want to come on board but the thing is yeah once when you're in your come up yeah and you're going for it and if they don't believe in it that's fine but if they're still supportive of you like oh how is it going and they care about it bro that's keep those people close if the people are mocking you and laughing at you saying bro you're not going to make it yeah cut them off by all means cut them off but make the distinction between those two groups of people because you want to keep the people that were supportive close because it's just a thing and no one wants to be the person that takes the first L when it yeah, yeah, it's it's true. No, nobody wants to take that first risk in it. But some some people are just inclined to, like, you know, even even me, I've never really. For do you know what it is? Yeah, it's so true. Like seeing really is believing because for me, it used to be I don't know going like somewhere like central yeah central London, you're seeing the craziest cars, houses like even like before I didn't know number plates are worth money like that right I just yeah like the short like the just ones with like a letter and uh, yeah. one character yeah yeah exactly like that. I thought like oh like you know these guys are just cool and then when I found out I'm thinking these men are oh like and the thing is yeah the average person or even like let's say our parents or stuff, they'll look at them and either think you know it's inherited wealth or that person just a- got anything lucky. but hard work in it 
yeah, literally. But then it, it just made me realize like if there's so many people with this stuff, there's a there's a way, there's some sort of method or and now, like, of course, after years, I realized it's not even just one way. There's so many ways to go get it. You know, you know what, what I say, bro? There's a million ways to make a million pounds. And, bro, yeah, yeah. The, the guy that, the, the chair that I'm sitting on, if you're sitting on a chair, there's probably a guy that made a million pounds sending those chairs. The, the yeah. monitors we're using, bro, there's a guy that made a million of that. Bro, even, like, safety pins, bro. There's probably a guy that makes safety pins. He's probably a millionaire that sell a tape. Bro, there's a million, you can make money off anything, man. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's, it's just about hard work, and it? Like, a lot of people do come in just look for the quickest way or like, kind of like you know just get in with whatever the hype is now but in reality yeah even let's say stuff like dropshipping fba right that's that's kind of like a big thing but it, it requires genuine effort like if you have a lot of capital to start with you're going to find it a lot easier because you can afford to provide a better service from the jump but it's like them sort of things you, if you, you need to invest your time in building them and i just don't see enough of that with people nowadays that like, Lots of men are just lazy and like, like, like even even like you know you know people that ask me to join my the group here yeah like the one thing i always do i ask them like have you gone through the free stuff and they're mm. like no like i just try to build like i meant like uh, you only want and I, this goes for anyone that's in the premium you don't want people that are gonna always be like after money like uh, there's so many guys bro they ask me how much can i make if i join your thingy I'm just yeah, like, bro, it's not, how, I don't offer signals, yeah, bro. And they just, they just air my, they just air my message. If they're not about giving commitment, yeah, bro, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't want to deal with you. No, no hard feelings. I don't want to deal with you because the thing is, yeah, I, and one thing that's good in our space, and I'll be real, one good thing in our space, bro, no one really sells this thing as a get rich quick thing that I've seen at least in it. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone kind of says the thing about like it takes time to learn, and that's good. Like that, slowly the get rich quick thing from trading is starting to get removed. But one thing that's a problem now is the extortion of prices, isn't it? Yeah. So it's just yeah. one problem to another problem, isn't it? Yeah, it's jarring, man. But it's just, it's just yeah, cycle of life sort of thing, isn't it? Because people are always going to try profit at the expense of others. It's kind of like a, it's, it's a doggy dog world. So yeah. Well, what's your what's your what's your opinion on profit showing though? Like, should should people do it? You know what it is, yeah. I think I don't think you need to do it unprovoked. Like, if you want to, if you're that sort of person, you don't care about, you know, even like them things there, fuck it, do it. Like, you know, show everyone you make money. But don't do it to sell people dreams. Show you make money because, you know, you just want to show that this stuff is real, but don't do it like purely because you're trying to sell a service sort of thing either because, you know, showing that you made, let's say, 10K, but that 10K was 1% for you. You know, how's, how's that reasonable? You're going to suck in people. And if somebody's got a two hundred pound account, they're making two pounds the same way you made ten k. Like, they're just gonna be there. Like, what the fuck? But but then again, do, then again, yeah, with the percentage. What about if my mom was risking zero point two percent? So that's actually five or. Yeah, that's true. You know that. Uh, you know what it is. It's it's so like contextual and subjective. But to me, what it is, if you run a service, and I probably plan to in the future one day, and I'm gonna make sure when I get to that stage, there's certain things that I've done. There's a certain record that I have for a certain amount of time. And like, if I have people working with me, I'm going to have the same requirements for them. Because if you're doing something, you have to show that you're really about it. And again, like I said, there's no need to like show your profits unprovoked. But if somebody's signing up and they're paying you and they're making that commitment and then they ask you, then why not? Like you're in, in my eyes, you're obliged to show that like you should be showing. You know, I think you said you can fake like so many things here, but I think uh, broker statements or withdrawal statements or whatever, you can't, you can't fake those. And that's, that's not something that's hard to grab. Literally, all you got to do is log on, 
you can even take a picture or just you know like, download it as a PDF, whatever, to show it. Like, it's not necessarily if you're not if you're not, on, if you're not so it's, it's sad to say if you're not funded, that means mm. that you trade a personal account. It's one of the two. There's no in between in it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's you're funded or you trade your own personal account. Yeah. So let's say you trade your own personal account, bro. You know every broker they'll send you a daily confirmation of your. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they'll send you uh, they'll send you a monthly statement as well. Every broker does this. Every don't tell me there's not one broker that don't do this. Now, if you're funded, it's even better. Just go on your go on your funded dashboard, go on notifications, and just show the notifications because it's all there, mate. All all the all the yeah. breaches are there. All the profit payouts are there. If you're getting profit payouts from um deal, if you're on MFF, bro, just go on the deal account and it's all there. Yeah, and if if you're a solo trader, cool. Like, you don't have to prove yourself to no one if you're not bothering no one you don't no no no, no no you don't have to you don't have to if, yeah. if it's the thing where yeah if you're charging yeah a certain price tag yeah because the thing is you're charging a certain price tag yeah so you're kind of saying that you're offering you got better value or you're better than other people right but the thing is yeah how can you be charging let's say you're charging i don't know like a couple hundred pounds yeah? yeah how can you charge a couple hundred pounds do you even like do you even make a couple hundred pound a trade? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. Like, yeah. I don't Someone, know how people do that. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't put like a specific percentage on it, but it's it's kind of like, you know, your monthly subscriptions that you have if you run a service shouldn't make up the bulk of what you earn in that given time period. If If you run a subscription service and, well, it's subjective, right? Because if you just, purely do signals you can essentially have a limited people because you know like you're not really teaching you don't need to do anything but if you run a like mentorship and stuff you know, i just feel like it's, it's not right and people will have different angles again there's that angle of people value their time at different amounts and stuff which is understandable you know as long as it's working and your students are becoming profitable fair enough if they're making it back but again it's, it is just angles and understanding you know the people that are joining and what sort of positions they might be in versus the position that you're in. I feel like it's, it's not a thing where people on purpose are doing that. I think some people just literally just don't know. They don't consider it. But now hopefully putting it out there in this podcast and even previous episodes, and I'll, I'll keep saying it in the future. And like, like, don't get me wrong, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I don't think, I swear to God, yeah, just put this out there. I don't think nothing of myself, yeah. You don't need to validate yourself by showing what I want to see. But mm. I'm not saying it for validation. It doesn't validate you at all, bro. I don't care about how people are. If you're a good person outside of the charts, that's all I care about. That's really and truly. If you're if you're a prick, yeah, then I just don't rate you. Simple as that. Yeah. Now, when it comes to like showing profit and loss, yeah, it's just a thing about how honest you are. Like, are you really making money? Yeah. Should should people that want to make money put their money into you if you're not making money? Like, you do you want to learn boxing from a guy that can't box? Do you want to learn how to swim from a guy that can't swim? Do you want to learn how to mm-hmm. imagine? Imagine you're driving, your instructor can't drive, bro. <laughs> do you see the yeah. the thing? Why why is trading any different? Yeah, it's true, man. It's and true. and the people, yeah, and the premium owners, yeah. If if you're a solo trader, by all means, yeah, this doesn't reply to you. But if you're a premium and you're thinking, I don't need to show profits, da 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 da, whatever, whatever, bro. Like it's the shoe fits, the shoe fits, and do you know what I'm saying? It's, there's a reasons why you'll stutter it. There's reasons why you'll dodge it. Like let's be real, a lot of times there yeah, when you're asked for something and you do- and you're dodging it, bro. There's only one reason: it's because you're deflecting it because you either don't want to answer it or the truth yeah. is just gonna be against you. And yeah, like, and do you know another thing is yeah, like no, I, I don't even know the whole situation. I don't even know the draw out thing, but 
I don't, I don't know if it was you or somebody in our mentorship group chat asked somebody for proof they made money. My man sent back a picture of a Rolex. Right? Bro, you know that's made it. That's that's that. You know that's um a special addition to the documentary, you know? <laughs> Bro, like I'm to me, where it is is right. Cool. Like I understand what my man's trying to do. He feels disrespected. That like, you know what it is. Yeah? It's it's hot. You gotta see angles from both sides right he's he's probably thinking bro i'm a sick trader but yeah. i swear to god yeah i swear to god bro there's no angle for that signal provider there is no yeah, angle yeah, for yeah. Him, bro because do you know what it's so easy to get statements that like you said you get emailed every month I, I it's, get hot, it's, it's, I it's harder to show the rolex yeah, than to show the profits yeah literally like and how do you know that rolex, what money did you buy the rolex with is that his rolex like come on yeah. man even yeah, with broker yeah. statements bro if they're not showing the name on it don't take it bro it could be anyone's i can look i can tell my boy that's profitable you send me your broker statement and I can show yeah, it. Man. And on, on top of that, like, yeah, literally, man, you, you could have got that picture of Google or something. Like, I'm not saying you did. I'm not saying that's not your Rolex. Like, that person, I don't even know who it is, but if that person is listening by any chance. But it's just the thing where if you're running a service and guys want to see that you make money, why not? Like, like you literally just said, you gave that 10 examples. If you're signing up to learn something from someone, you want to know that they really know their shit, right? Like, bro, imagine you're driving instructor, can't drive. Like, it's so my, bro, that's crazy. Because the thing is, yeah, it's like this if your driver shot to can't drive and you're losing the shit on the steering wheel they can't jump in to save you do you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like likewise yeah if you're trading and you're 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 a student of a guy and you're trying to trade live funds now and you're having a bit of a hard time psychologically whatever and he, this guy doesn't trade live funds he's a demo baller how mm-hmm. can he help you out psychologically he yeah, can't because he's not been through it and yeah, he's not been through it exactly it's done man but we're gonna we're gonna see more of that on your documentary soon hopefully um even yeah. putting it out there that signals in the documentary yeah, right? there's four episodes as of now there's four episodes made yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna try i'm gonna just do like a weekly review now so every single friday i'm gonna do it and by, by the way yeah, there's the documentary is not me like targeting people it's literally i've said who do you lot want to see on some people like majority of people said one name so i've done that one name and i promise you when you watch it there's no cuts in it right because i don't want to yeah, just yeah. pinpoint the bad stuff right it's there's no cuts in it and I say some stuff that are good, and I promise you, yeah, it's literally more just constru- constru- constructive criticism. Because what I want, yeah, and what like what I want for people, right? Because bro, I'll be real. It sounds so gay, not gay, but moist, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's like I love trading, and I love yeah, it, bro. Yeah. I love everything about it. So, and I want it to be like a thing where, bro, any people can pick up trading, innit? Like anyone yeah, can yeah, come, yeah. and they should be able to learn from people that are actually learned, innit? Do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. That's why if profit, if everyone's open, that like they make money, whatever, bro, the community will be so much better. I promise you, bro. Because yeah, it's just a thing where everyone is honest and everyone can get along and there's no, there's, there's, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much yeah. better. And do you know what it is, yeah? We literally spoke about this in my group chat the other day. There's two things I want to say. First of all, people might see what you're doing as hating and whatever. This is a service to people. It is literally a free service to people to live all see what happens in group chats as if you're a noob or you're new. Like you guys are going to see, of course, I know some things that are coming up in the documentary that, you know, eventually everybody else will see as well. And on top of that, you know, people kind of say that, I think that, oh, you got too much time and stuff. I know almost trading. Bro can take like one trade a week and just call it a week. Uh, you know, should I tell you something? Yeah? Mm. I was done trading for May on the 30th of April. Alhamdulillah, yeah. I was done. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The thing yeah. is, yeah, I'd, and I say this, and I'm not, I'm, I can be that guy, and I've showed the, the group, I can be that guy that's trading most sessions, 
most yeah. days. I've showed it. I've showed. It, it, I, I, I think I showed the dashboard one time to you guys, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. One of the videos I showed the dashboard to you guys, and there's no way I can hide. But I think I sh the certificate, everything was shown. My life, everything was there. Even stuff that you guys shouldn't have seen is there. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I just aim. My philosophy's changed. I just need one or two good trades, yeah, a week, and I'm done. Two. Yeah. I just need one good trading week within the month, and you're done. And the thing is, yeah, everyone should. You as you start to trade more, and you start to like you know develop, you'll start to see that that's the way to do it, man. I yeah, promise you that. In my opinion, that's the way to do it. And if you think I got too much time on my hands, bro, you know what? I have a load. I do have loads of time on my hands. I'll be real. I got loads of time yeah, on my hands. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. That's and, not a bad thing. And if you're using it to like, you know, you are helping people, and they're not going to see it at first. A lot of people won't, and there's going to be backlash and hate and whatever. But eventually, it will just make sense when this thing becomes a standard. And you you tweeted this, you're going to set the bar. When that bar's been set. People realize that this should have been there all along. This idea of showing proof and you know requiring those type of things. So that's kind of you know be... what you know what it is, bro. I know for a fact, yeah. Well, I I think you know, that a lot of people they kind of like dislike me in the scene, and the people yeah, that don't know me, the people that haven't spoke to me, yeah, they might have seen me as like a dickhead, and and I ah yeah. cool, that's fine. You can see me as that, but you won't ever really know me yeah, until you spoke to me. And you won't know what I have to offer unless you've seen my free content. Forget about the mentorship. I swear to God, don't don't worry. There's barely any spaces. I'm not going to shill it. There's barely any. There's a few spaces only. Yeah. But go through the free content, yeah, and see my style that I teach. See the way I teach. If you think that I'm just a bullshitter, right? I have like, bro, like, I have live trades there. I have. I even dropped some. There's even. I think there's even a free mentorship video and a weekly commentary. Yeah, yeah. See the weekly commentary. Those weekly commentaries are made before price happens. They're made on the weekend. Price doesn't move on a weekend on the forex market. Watch the weekly commentary and then see how the next week printed. Yeah, and then judge yeah. me. You can judge yeah. me then. Yeah, but if you guys hate me, yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. And the signal swindler thing. The guy that is made on, he will probably hate me. But the thing is. If he can actually see it as this, you know what? I can do things better. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's and how you should see it. Yeah, in the in the long run, it's better for everyone. So it's true, man. But yeah, this this has been my longest podcast episode so far by by quite a bit. But this yeah, is an interesting talk, man. And like, it's not it's not easy to talk to everyone for this long, nonstop. And you know, like we we could probably go on for a few more hours if we wanted. To. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. But just to wrap it up, last thing I want to ask you one piece of advice you could give to everyone you think that everyone around us in the space needs to hear what would it be? one piece of advice yeah, in the space yeah. for what for, for 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 people trying to learn to trade or just everyone just anything literally like what to you like what's important what do you think i guess that anyone needs uh, one thing yeah i'll tell people because i don't think people do this enough yeah mm. plan your life yeah as far as you can Day to day, you should have a plan. Week to week, mm. you should have a plan and goals as well. Do you know why? Yeah, because if you don't have a plan or you don't have no set goals, yeah, I'm talking set goals for like the month, set goals for like six months, set goals for the year and five years. Like I'm going saying years ahead, yeah, because then you'll have nothing to work towards, and it's so important to have something to work to work towards. Yeah, and you know, I'll be real, be a materialistic person to an extent. Like, look at a car that you want. Look at a certain or watch that you want. Look at look at something that you're wanting. Yeah. And bro, just do things that will get you to it. Because the thing is, yeah, people come in here and they're all over the place because some people are just too short-term minded. When you start planning mm -hmm. ahead 
and you start to see yeah, like if you do one percent imagine doing one percent a day for a year yeah that's a you don't understand the compound bro if you get a compound type in yeah if you're watching this type in forex compound calculator start with a thousand pounds yeah or you know what start with 100k let's say you would get 100k funding yeah so of 100k do two percent a week and see how much it compounds you after a year you'll be surprised yeah it's crazy still calculations are mad but the calculation yeah, I, I think i think it's over 500 bags yeah yeah it should be but yeah I, I agree with all of that but it's been a pleasure having you on here bro i knew this episode was going to be interesting and entertaining. Nah, it's been a pleasure to be on here man good yeah. especially the conspiracies and that's my forte man <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, probably my favorite episode so far. So it's been great, man. But I appreciate it. hope everyone learned a lot from that episode, taking a lot away. I'm gonna see you guys very soon in the next episode next week. See you later, bro. Go on. Yeah, take Bye. care, man. See you guys later as well, man. Take care of yourselves.